Pull up and motor cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Wait a minute, Flames. Y'all know it's your girl, Kiwi305954. For show, kicking in the front door. These copy pastes I hear are on our heels, baby. We are the Pied Piper of podcasting, of YouTubing. But we don't call them YouTubers. We call them copy pastes. Some of them, they know who we know. They out here trying to name their followers or they watch us or whatever. We got them reporting on everything we're reporting on we are the content creators we are the content baby we are here we're keeping everybody lit because we are 10 toes down in this shit hustle and motivate that's all i do i come to elevate let's talk about a tuesday baby it's time for me to be great now let's play our little intro and then i'm going to come back and give you more you already know it's the hot jobs experience podcast show We are going to be talking about conservatorships and guardianships like I told you yesterday. It seems like everybody on it. But that's what we're here to do. Hustle and motivate. Elevate. We got a show today. They're going to follow us because we do know the way. Okay, talk to them, Nipsey. Cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Choppers to throw away. Hustle the overweight. That's why they follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Cause I took control of things. Pulling the solo way. And if you pattern my trend, I make you my protege. <laughs> y'all, listen, y'all know what I'm on. Y'all know what I'm on. My soldier boy tonight. I love my soldier boy tonight. I'm watching all of y'all. I'm trolling the trolls because we on the roll. It's the Hot Deep Times Experience Show. Yes, this is just a warm up. It is all not all really about the tacos, but y'all know hoes. I'm on you. <laughs> One more time, and then we're gonna get started, y'all. We're gonna be talking about an update on the kidnap gate. We told y'all what it was. Social media. Okay, we're going to be talking about Don Lemon getting paid in the shade, sipping on lemonade. Okay, we're going to also be getting into an update. Stevie J and Justin Cone said they got something to say. We're going to um get into that. We're also going to be getting into Terrence Bradley. Um, Let's talk about it. He was called back to the stand, as I told you on Monday Night Madness last night. Well, I should say yesterday. He was called back to the stand. Um, the judge refused the um Nate Way's um request to have him blocked from additional um testimony. And we're gonna play a couple of snippets of that today. Um, 
Let me tell y'all something. It's certainly a witch hunt for Fonnie Willis, and it's all smoke and mirrors to us to get our minds off of what exactly happened during the during the election and during that Georgia election where they was trying to overturn it. Because ultimately, them trying to get her removed, they think oh they're going to get her removed. They're, they're saying that's going to basically negate her filing the charges. So then they're um clients can get off that's not what's going to happen because we americans are not going to allow that to happen so we're just going to touch base on that and then of course you know our top we're going to get into um stepfathers you know i spoke on russell and sierra i love them there's nobody can make me ever hate them ever 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 i don't think nobody is and if you do something wrong with you um love them god fearing how they got together you know they prayed went for that that made and they each came together on that level he stepped in took care of baby future you know a week ago we spoke about how future's friends stepped up and wanted to go in on russell because someone during all-star weekend if you didn't get a chance to listen to the episode it was a great episode the monday night madness all-star edition but during that weekend they he had they had matching um kobe throwback jerseys he had on the 24 i believe and um baby russell had on oh my god i'm calling him baby russell baby future had, future junior had on um the number eight jersey so someone was like oh that's so cute you know that's so cool that they, he got you know the father and son matching jerseys or whatever and the best friend or one of his one of his yes men, somebody was trying to earn them little, you know, chips and dip, jumped on and was like, oh, disrespectful. That's like that man's son. Well, yes, it is, because he is the one that's been um raising them. Okay. So that being said, Russell was on Brandon Marshall's podcast. I love you, Brandon Marshall. And Brandon, I love the dunks that you have in your head. I love you. Um if it wasn't for Brandon, well, that's another story for another day. That's my sports side. Let's just leave that. Um, but Brandon Marshall was interviewing him, and he spoke on, you know, the reason why he knew that it was it was destined. He was supposed to be there for future and to be in his life, and how it was a gift. We're going to get into some of the things he said, and then that's going to, you know, let's talk about step parents stepfathers in particular and if they should get their just due when they are stepping in and taking care of a child that is not biologically theirs i'm a product of a stepfather and I, i've said that on here so we're going to get into all of that and of course you know our main talk about it tuesdays tonight conservatorships guardianships the blurred lines what's a conservator what's a guardian and how does this pertain to wendy you know, um, I brought, I said on yesterday's episode, we were going to discuss it today and baby, everybody discussed it, but this is what we do. You know, I joke around and do my little troll and, you know, pop my collar a little bit, but in all honesty, I really don't mind because I know that I'm making you my protege. I am the leader. I am causing you guys to think outside of the normal celebrity just let's talk about the government let's sit up here and ooh child and you messy and all this crazy stuff and really dig down into things you know and some of these copy pasters because they're not content creators not if you're coming and you listen to my then you don't give you don't give credit what credits do that's the shit and then you sit up and say well i don't watch other content creators i only watch myself that's bullshit it's called homework 
I don't know any football player or basketball player that don't watch the the um footage from another team's or they should say the film from another team's game. You have to study how they play so you will know how to play. Okay? Now, let's time to it's time for us to get back to hustle and motivate so I can show they ass the way. <laughs> and then we're back for the show today. Let's talk about Tuesdays, y'all. We are revolutionizing the podcast game. This is a radio pod, baby. This is a mix of a pod, news podcast where we're reporting that under radar news you can use mixed with my musical genius. No, let me stop. <laughs> but mixed with like music and and comedy. And this is what my listeners want. And thank you. That we are on our third year. We are celebrating our third year anniversary all year. Shout out to Milago Grams. Um, she's following, you know, this blueprint. I say she, you know, but she's a Scorpio, so it is what it is. I didn't like her stance with the leprechaun trial, but at the end of the day, she is a Scorpio. We are creators. This is what we do. We we mix a lot of things into it and it just works and it flows. So I would, you know what? I'm not gonna be like the others. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, give unto others as I have done unto me. That's what the word say. Don't say you do what's what you what's been done to you. No, you do what you expect to be done back. And it may not necessarily be that person, but it's gonna be somebody else that's gonna bring it back. You feel me? So shout out to all of the, the blueprint followers and the copy pastes. I said what I meant. <laughs> I said what I meant. Okay. Um, but yes, this is the podcast, baby. We are the pod that gives you the under radar news you most certainly can use and trending 
topics in pop culture okay make sure you follow your girl kiwi305954 that's k-i-w-i-305954 on instagram on threads and follow the hot job experience podcast on x i guess i gotta say it formerly known as twitter um tiktok facebook youtube everywhere you look we'll be there and um please share if you care okay that's make sure you share with all of your friends and family members yo shout out to all of my day ones my new ones my my cali dallas my head number one flame i'm talking about been 10 toes down every episode every denicia and cali um love you nina so real for, for nina so for real believe me that's a tongue twister um yachty with the body you know all of y'all that's really been showing me love like literally from the first episode i really appreciate um the love and that does not negate any of the rest of you all um that are following me shout out to my canadian listeners shout out to the listeners in germany yes y'all we went global officially last year i kept speaking and speaking and speaking it you know saying where you know i guess we could do our candy she to be worldwide worldwide so we actually worldwide <laughs> Yeah, I'm on it today, y'all. I'm on. It should be tickle me Tuesday. I'm gonna feel it real tickle. I wasn't feeling too uh, earlier, you know. It's, it was a kind of stressful day at the nine to five, you know. What a way to work a, work a living, okay? You know, shout out to Dolly Parton. We got into some fun last night. If you didn't get a chance for um. Oh, if this is your first time listening, make sure that you check out our Monday Night Madness episode. And we did have our Melanie Money moment. We went in. I know it was a little long. You're going to say, oh, my gosh, three hours. But trust me, you are going to be entertained, engaged, and informed. So trust me, you will want to listen to the entire um, episode, and you will be glad you did. Trust me. Trust me. Um we're revolutionizing that as well because they was out here to, you know oh we don't want to do more than 20 minutes because we don't want to have people stretch up too long we we know you got to get other things done in your day baby people if you are entertaining and engaging they do not mind you have people that sit and watch drink champs drink champs is never less than than two hours and 45 minutes and i'll check this out you got um Shannon Sharp when he did his episode. Y'all literally you when you are entertained and engaged, it does not matter the time. People just don't like to waste their time and they don't want to be bored. Okay. So we were out here being told that people had the attention span of goldfish and all this when I first got into this three years ago. And um, yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Yes, I yes, we're gonna talk about it. Cause like in the words of my mom, every frog okay he 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 ribbit ribbit for his own lily pad okay he praises on lily pad and why not <laughs> so oh my god i love my mom she's definitely coming on here getting that together that's something you're definitely not gonna miss that's gonna be cool to um have her on here dropping some of that old school old hollywood that throwback coffee okay y'all say tea but we say coffee over here so for my my just begins we say coffee we don't say tea okay we don't do shade we do light because we shed light on some shit over here okay so we don't do shade um you're not my followers you're my flames all right i love the fact that you listen to me and you keep me lit because you keep me coming back so that explains some of our terminology we do alleged tea now we will say that and then when i say alleged tea because it's allegedly tea 
but it really ain't on AMT, is what I'm trying to tell y'all. Wink, 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 wink. Okay. Um, commentary. There's another um term you might hear me say over here where I am giving commentary, but I'm giving it to it and you know giving you like a funny stance on it that's how i'm delivering it and the reason i said is because it's not that and it's nothing that's going to be a serious situation that i'm going to put a comedic light on so let's just get that out the way not in that sense but when you hear those terms you will know what i mean and i need to know that you know i coined them in case one of these copy pasters try to jump their ass out there because you know we had everybody not saying that i came with ten toes down ten toes down has been it's an old school OG term like uncles and and all of that back in the day aunties and you know what i'm saying and next thing you know everybody was like tintos, tintos, tintos. and i'm like you would never even speak it in that way so that's why you see me come on here every now and then to get on my soldier boy and like i like to say and do my little bragging and stuff but in all honesty guys i just really appreciate everything and talk about it tuesdays was the number one episode of last year um due to my trends and due to my rap report and that was the day that you guys really tuned in and you loved that we um attack certain you know a couple of topics and we talked about it and is that's my spin on taco tuesday it says taco tuesday is you know as you saw with lebron james a while ago they were trying to get it where it was untrademarked where everyone could use it but they've trademarked that but i'm trademarked with talk about it tuesday that's why they copy pasters can't try and do what they try to do with everything else but um um well, let's get off of them. Let's get off of them because you, you put more energy into the positive than the negative. We ain't going to worry about that. That's, you know, who we are. You We are placed here to be that, to be the teachers, to be the leaders of the new school. So that's what we're going to be, okay? <laughs> so that's why you hear me say that. It's definitely going to have some good topics tonight and then our final topic. But let's get into something, too, that the Black History Month disrespect. Today is the 28th day. Black History Month, Black History slash Reggae Music Month. Remember, they added reggae music to it, which reggae music deserves its own month. Like, you know, but, and we're going to petition for that because it's ridiculous. And we need to petition for a whole Black History every day, all day, all year, okay? Shout out to Lifetime, who has started this, um, saying this as well, Black History every day. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to be doing that. Um, but Fat Joe has been a staple in the hip hop community. Um, we have allowed him to the picnics. We've allowed him to, to the holiday, even though, you know, and he is unapologetically, you know, um, Spanish, Puerto Rican or whatever, you know, in New York, that was, you know, that's just how they rolled. You know, the Puerto Ricans end up rolling with the um, black people. I know in traditional Puerto Rico, they're very, they were very racist. Um, they were racist against their own. And don't tell me nothing different. Okay, this is history. Time for history now. Let's just get into it. But they were very racist against their own that they had the dark, darker skin because they felt that once you would try to come to the U.S. and make something for yourself, that they would think that you were black, which you do have african um descendants that came down you have parts of puerto rico that they don't speak of that was literally settled by africans okay so we will get into that on some black history stuff but um 
my point is he has done some and said some questionable things and, and you know people have been calling him out and i was really like 10 toes and i was i was right there where i'm like yeah but no nah, that's that's fat joe no nah, i don't think so yeah i think y'all reaching but at this point in this stage in the game i am just so it's it's almost like i'm so flabbergasted at what's happening with the election and the amount of d riders with p0113 till it's like i'm trying to figure out y'all what time you know what time is it what what time are y'all really on now i said i was gonna roast any mofo that jumped their ass up on a platform or anything out here buying those damn pro wing Dur um 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 dorothy i wish i was home as slippers that this racist dump sold and he said and we played it last night that it's the blacks was really feeling him and, and even his his mug shot because they started making t-shirts out of it they set up for 19.99 he bust out laughing he literally was mocking the blacks that support trump's um dinner that they put on for him he was mocking them in their face he was like oh the lights the lights are so bright i can't see anybody oh i can't see anybody oh you know only the black ones oh and we've come a long long way a long long way okay so y'all got this bastard mocking y'all in y'all face now you got somebody who is the face of hip-hop culture who was brought on to verses because you know because and i'm gonna just say it out real because 50 cent refused because we really wanted Ja Rule and 50 Cent. Let's just, let's just, can we talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about it. We really wanted Ja Rule and 50 Cent. Everybody wanted Ja Rule and 50 Cent. Now, who came out in that same time frame that had not already been out and that could probably match with him a little bit was Fat Joe. But Fat Joe was more Terror Squad, was more Pun, was more Remy, you know, was more, um, uh, was it Comega? Was um, so the whole squad? They it was a squad, okay. DJ Khaled was repping them, you know, big room to squad, big people, okay. That was down here where he used to rep. So I don't know what happened with that connection. I think that's still his brother or whatever. He used to always say brother, and they were at one point they were connected at the damn hip, but then you know, I guess he ended up fluttering his ass over there with his Jordan slippers getting carried by big back bulky men so his shoes don't get dirty we already discussed that check that out on monday night madness so now here we go another one this is fat joe who decides to get up on his platform and talk about how he bought the dorothy slippers because he is a sneaker collector okay so i want you to hear from his fat mouth why he said he did this and then we are going to talk about it okay and i want you to tell me if i'm wrong but we're going to talk about it and then we're going to move on to our next topic we're going to go to break and then we'll we'll move on to our next topic but i just when i when this came i knew it was coming i told y'all somebody is gonna do it and I, I i knew it i thought it was gonna be one of them i'm sure it is 
but we are on y'all and we are going to be jumping on y'all asses okay let me see if i can pull it up at least i hope i think i did okay i did do it all right here we go and on the trumps show us the trumps please y'all trying to cloud change it <laughs> i had to get my hand on the trumps show us the trumps please y'all trying to cloud change it <laughs> y'all give me a trump give me give me the trump man give me the trump <laughs> they think i'm fronting but listen i have thousands and thousands and thousands pair of sneakers when everybody flipped on Kanye, I went and bought the two most exclusive Kanye's ever. First of all, you got to No, 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 I ain't doing all that. Just give me one of the sneakers. I'm not. Show them the box first, what it said. It's friends and family, there's only 50 of these. I got to get my hands on them. Once again, I'm not a Trumper. I dislike Trump. I'm not voting for him, not now, not never. But I'm a sneaker collector into the art, so I had to find these. Now the mayor's gonna call me. Everybody's gonna call me and say, you wildin' out, Joe. Why you got the trunk? Look, mayor's the first one. Joe, you, I'm a sneaker collector. I don't know what none of these guys did. I collect sneakers. The rarer, the better. No, I didn't pay for these sneakers. Sorry. I didn't pay for these sneakers. They knew I had to have them because I'm the biggest in the game. So what I do is collect. Now, what he's saying is, and this is a New York thing. This is a guy thing. My son collects um, sneakers. Okay, and that's great. I know there are sneaker collectors, but some shit you just don't do. You dislike him, but you're literally sitting there and you're giving him free freaking promotion because he sent you these damn sneakers. Okay, because you're the biggest in the game. No, because he know you're going to jump your cloud chasing ass because, you know, over these last couple of things since the pandemic when he did... You know, the podcast, he was he had a very thought-provoking podcast. He used to ask some of the questions to people that nobody else would ask with the brashness of a New Yorker, a, a Puerto Rican New Yorker, okay? And I don't want nobody coming at me for saying that because there are different stages of Puerto Ricanism, okay? And I know I dated a Puerto Rican that was from um, New York, and I dated one else from Florida, and they're totally different the way that they are. They're Puerto Rican. But you understand what I mean? That New York, that swagger, that 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 bravado and things of that nature. Florida is a different bravado, okay? So that's what I mean. So I don't want nobody coming at me like it's a racist tone or anything to what I'm saying because it's not. Um, of course, it's not. Duh. So that being said, the um, bravado that he would come with and the questions they would come with was just like the audacity for him to ask that because nobody else would ask that and you know it worked so i was cool with it but i noticed that a lot of guys were like eh, they weren't really feeling they were like oh joe you know joey crack is this and joey crack is that now there was a story and there was this guy that came out that supposedly exposed him and his wife 
Now, I didn't discuss that, and we'll see if I'm going to discuss it. But right now, you got me disgusted with the fact that you jumped up on your platform, had to show the box that says Trump family and friends, and then you proceed to literally, literally go on there and promote that. Why not promote um, Big Pun's son music since your ass did not promote his money into the account when he died and the family had to stay in the hotel and had to make documentaries and all this stuff bring forth. And I gave him his money and he didn't spend it right. That's neither here nor there. You literally were the diddy of, 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 of Terror Squad because you were making money off of all of them and them not getting paid. Can we talk about it? So you were literally the diddy of the Terror Squad yet and still you up here doing like mad, like disrespectful things that it was very disrespectful for you to jump up there and put that up there on your platform for others to see so you literally promoted for him but you would never vote for trump you know but here you go here's his shoe oh i would never vote for trump but i love this hat because i'm a collector so i collected a maga hat because that's what the hell you sound like you're sounding like kanye right now but you would because you just said when everybody went up you know was going crazy about kanye that you decided that you were going to go buy his higher, you know, the, the top exclusive line of, of shoes because you're a collector, okay? Why this man is collecting bones, okay? And trying to collect and gather up the DA in Georgia with the foolishness instead of being... Do you understand the connection? We'll be back and we're going to conclude and go on to the next topic. Let's talk about it Tuesday. Back in this bitch like I never left. Stand for some shit that you never read. Passing through stages and life through the ups and the downs like a saw, just another test. Get by the booze like a fucking breath. I got respect in a hundred sets. Too many chains need another chest. Playing no games if it wasn't chess. Come from that cloth that you couldn't stretch. Come from that circle you couldn't touch. Heavenly pressure and under stress. Even though niggas ain't sure if it was a mess. Honest and tip playing to the left. Judge a young nigga by that dress. If it's no washing, what they expect? Only thing we knew for sure is the bang is set. Fuck living basic, I'm taking risks. Fuck what they saying, I'm saying this. Don't waste no time, it don't make you rich. It don't mean nothing, so fuck them, let's make a grip. Double up, triple up, make a six. Ballin' so hard you can play a bitch Lead to the lake if they wanna fish Make sure them niggas around you stick to the script It should be written in stone You should come visit my zone Don't take my word, double check all of my flows Ask them how hustle got on, but fuck what you heard It's for who walked down that road Sold everything but they sold, straight off the curb Real niggas rich as you nerds Address the woman, make it sound I don't do this for nothing No Yes, we are back, y'all. We are back. Hustle and motivate. We got a show today. I see they follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Talk About It Tuesday. 
and thank you for joining me. We will definitely be playing our vibe song for the Just Be Gone, so welcome them in. I forgot to give them their indoctrination, okay? Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are not just welcome to the barbecue. You are welcome to the flame, and you are not fishing a flame. Why? Because the flames keep me lit, and y'all keep me ten toes down in this shit, okay? So you are now officially a flame. Become a flame today. Make sure that you share this podcast, okay? We need more flames, so we're going to light it up. We're going to be lighting up this podcast. We're going to be lighting up. the. We got so many things on the dock. Just getting ready to take off. So let's just keep doing what we're doing. You guys keep sharing, keep showing me love. I really appreciate it. Shout out to all the TikTokers, Renee. Shout out to um Neek, Neek, Neek. Um, those you know, it's, oh god, it was a couple of others I wanted to shout out to that they always are showing me love on the little TikTok and sharing it. I didn't want to really get into TikTok. My son's like, Mom, you gotta get on TikTok. So um, for those of you who don't um know that they can always find it under on the Hot John Spears on TikTok, you can find the podcast on the Facebook page, you can find the um podcast. I'm gonna start dropping it in the community on my um tab on my YouTube. So make sure that you follow on the YouTube, the Hot D. John's Experience Podcast, which is the backup channel. I'm trying to build that up. But Hot D. John's, H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. Go ahead and join that. And let's not forget, for the real only, returning Friday Night Live, for the real only, the I to the V, the real only, for the people, by the people. And we over here, FUBU, baby, we for us, by us, okay? So we left off talking about um, Fat Joe. It is talking about it Tuesdays. And I wanted to get into some of the comments that were that resonated with exactly how I'm feeling. A sprayed on beard with a pair of dumps is nasty work. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Big Stab 15. I love that one. Um, most celebrities voted for that man and they just would never say, but I digress. Shout out to Doug Great Tone, because you are correct. Okay. Um, yes, that's D. Blue check. That, yes, that's D. Shout out to you, D. Um, I'm so tired of him and this boneless beard. Okay, everybody's talking about the Beijing beard. Okay, so not him turning into an Instagram influencer over some spray tan shacks. Okay, and I wouldn't even call them shacks, I call them pro wings. They ain't even good enough to be shacks. Okay, and so you dislike him but promoting his shoes. Shout out to Tamiko3121. So everyone is on the same page. We don't believe you. You need more people. How the hell are you going to sit up here and talk about how you don't, um, how you don't, um, vote for him and you dislike him, but you had to have the shoes. That's just like the dude that was on Mary, um, at first sight. Oh, I don't like her. She wasn't my type, but you had her, you know, face down ass up like the, the the first night and right after that but we'll steady calling her ugly on all your confessionals and talking and and, and sending money and buying mercedes for your ex-girlfriend you know that's who you remind me of that that bastard that was on married to medicine well, i think what his name was i can't remember his name I, I need to look him up but he did that girl so dirty and that's what it, it that's ultimately what it, it it that's what it reads okay I know they say gives this day, but we say we used to say it reads like, but now the kids say it gives. Same shit, different toilet. All right, let's get on to the next topic. Um, we're gonna do a quick little update. 
on um Diddy out here and the shit ain't pretty. But and Steve, Stevie J know it ain't pretty, but Stevie J, we already, you know, let's talk about it. We know that you ain't caught on video with some dude alleged T, you know, getting it in and you claim it wasn't you with some guy that looked like you and I'm the good guy and why would I do that and I got all these holes on the bus and all the stuff that you said to try to wash it away. We know what you did to Eve, you know, with her, you want to videotape her with the toys and things, okay, before she, you know, evolutionized and went and got her a nice real pen and went over there, a billionaire. <laughs> Let, let's just keep that real and just say, you know what? Bye bye, America. I'm gonna do by Josephine Baker, big one, okay, and took her ass off. And on time, and she even was here via satellite for the verses with Trina, which she was looking gorgeous and got a gorgeous baby out of it. So, that being said, we know you, Nagas. We know who you are. You can't fool us. So now his representative, along with Justin Combs, which is Diddy's son, which is Misa Hilton's son, who she said she was going to save her son. She saw this coming down the pipe. And I said this at that time. Can we talk about it? Anytime a mother comes out and she says stuff like that and she's throwing hints, she's dropping little hints. She, she wasn't doing no shade either. She was putting it all out there. How are you supposed to be the owner of a um a liquor brand? No, you go from being a hip hop mogul to peddling alcohol, but you say you're the owner, but you're suing them. How are you the owner and you're suing? She was letting us know then he don't own it, but I already knew that. I think I've made reference to it here uh, multiple times. Can't tell you exactly a pinpoint, but we've discussed it. He did not own Ciroc. We went down a rabbit hole like two years into my podcast, maybe a year and a half, when we were talking about exposure and then we were talking about full exposure. And then, because I told y'all 2020 was perfect vision, 2021 was exposure, 2022 is full exposure. Then you had 2023 was um, revelations because a lot of shit was going to be revealed. And then you have Pandora's box. Well, it's all just out here. And that's this year. You can even enter, you can enter, it's interchangeable. You want to call Pandora's box 23 and 24 revelations? Nah. It's that you can interchange them if you want to, but here, and I told you, and it's been going just like that, okay? So here's the update Stevie J and his rep and the rep for Justin Combs responds to the allegations made by the former male employee. And we want to probably get into him on another um, episode, uh, talk about Mr. Rod because. Rodney, little Rod Jones, you will stand with him. And 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 I said it last night on last night's episode. I said $30 million, that's all. So you were grabbing your anus and your penis. You were you were you know woke up with a headache and in bed with with Diddy and his and workers. Um, you was all in bathrooms and you were forced to watch him in glass showers. This shit sounds like a relationship to me. You sitting there watching him in the shower. Well, that's what my man do. Like, get in the shower. Let me watch him drink a shower. You know, you role playing things of that nature, you know. Um, that's what you do in a relationship. And some of y'all relationships, y'all believe in this polyamorous, menage twice foolishness where everybody in the, in the, you know, the Solomon Gamara-ish of it all, because that's ultimately what it is, where every, like, a thousand of y'all in the damn bed, because do y'all know what that's what Solomon... Oh, okay, that's a little too deep for y'all. We ain't gonna talk about that. Okay, we ain't gonna talk about that. Now, 
CBJ and a representative for Justin Combs are now addressing allegations made against them in a new lawsuit. As the Shade Room previously reported, Rodney Lil Rod Jones recently filed a $30 million sexual harassment and assault lawsuit against Diddy. The suit also names Justin Cohn, Stevie J, and others as accomplices. Y'all do know he named my Cuba Gooding Jr., who I just don't want to believe that. I want to put a pen in there. He said that he even harassed him on a yacht. On, I don't like Cuba, really? You know, oh, y'all, oh, anyway. According to TMZ, Stevie J spoke exclusively with the outlet, and that was on, to, on today, Tuesday, February 27th, and the reality star appeared to keep his statement brief but firm. These allegations are false, and my lawyer will be handling this going forward. Oh, what a PC response. You did it. And like I said, we all remember the video that came out with Stevie J and the dude, okay? And I think he was getting top, and I think he was hitting the bottom. You feel me? He was hitting the bottom. Bottoms up, bottoms up, up. Okay, I know I said I would never play one of his songs, but then when he, one of his songs is me needed to put into our commentary, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> Y'all know who that is. I'm not calling his name. Now, additionally, a representative for Justin Combs shared a statement with the outlet on Monday, February 26th. The representative statement followed the outlet breaking the news about the new lawsuit filed against Diddy. Justin Combs categorically denies these absurd allegations. The statement reads, they are all lies. This is a clear example of a desperate person taking desperate measures in hopes of a payday. There will be legal consequences for all defamatory statements made about the Combs family, okay? So, um, he basically saying it's all lies. And this, and just to recap the lawsuit, um, Rodney James said that he was a former Diddy videographer and producer. Sound like you were one of the ones that Cassie said that Diddy would have recording while all of the freakouts would be going on. But let's continue. Okay. His lawsuit alleges that he was sexually assaulted by a 54-year-old and subject to unwanted advances from Diddy's associates. Jones alleges that Diddy would touch his genitals and anus amid parading around nude in front of him. Additionally, Jones believes that Diddy was trying to groom him into having sex. Furthermore, Jones was also accused the 54-year-old of bringing prostitutes to his home as well as underage girls and drugging and possibly raping him. Now, this is the thing. If you saw this happening, right? Let's talk about it. You're in a situation where you're somewhere, you're recording, you see this man bringing underage girl. That's why I said everybody that was in the R. Kelly whole world, they ass need to be right up under the jail with his ass. His wife, K. Michelle, all of the producers that you came there and saw naked ass women swimming around. And now the women, if they're adults or whatever, swimming around in a, a fish tank like a piranha or whatever the hell, okay, that's in, in, in like certain certain Soleil. That's on you, okay? But the underage girls, when you say the girl, you can look at the girl and clearly know that she was underage. The girl that was, you know, Sparkle's um, goddaughter slash niece, which she was, she needs to go to because ain't no way in hell my 13 or 14 year old niece going to be sent somewhere in a damn studio with a grown-ass man who making grown-ass music. And I'm going to say, okay, I'll be back. You know, uh, Uncle Kel's going to take care of you. The same Kel that would talk about honey love. Uh, 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 that counts? Is that the one you talk? Seem like you're ready. 
that counts? Really? That that's who the babysitter is? Like fuck out of here. I don't believe you. You need more people. So you are sitting around, you're a videographer. So of course, because he's he he went on to say, and we talked about this on Monday Night Madness. So you guys want to go and check out the episode. And it also um they did speak on it on Shade Room. But he is videotaping. So of course you're gonna have video proof because that's what you were hired to do to videotape the freak offs, because that's what it's giving right now. Okay. And I don't know a grown man. This is not to alienate any victims. And this is because here's the thing. Let's talk about it. When you have men that are sexually assaulted, they don't want to come out for the reason that they're going to be scorned. They're going to be scoffed at. They're going to be mocked. And that's not what my intention is here. Like Christian Keys, I did not give into that. Christian Keys was talking about in the next eight, he was doing a countdown. Sound like a whole extortion plot to me. Okay, liking liking statements that people were saying about, um, I didn't say any name, I didn't say any name, but you were down in the comments liking the ones that said Tyler Perry. And then you came back and you would like definitively say, well, no, I'm not talking about this one. No, I'm not talking about that one. But then you would get down in your comments and check for certain ones. And then you jump your ass up on the, on the platform and just start going on like it's nothing. Even when I see him now on All the Queens Men, I'm like, I'm so disgusted. I don't even want your ass in this show. Then we found out that it was a whole nother man's concept. It was not your damn show. A whole nother man's suit, even though it was that that suit was dismissed or it was settled or something. I'm sure Tyler Perry settled it for um, daddy settled it and he wanted a little love. You know, daddy gonna do this for you. That's what like with these, the the you know, the older men with, well, girl, I'm gonna go pay that light bill, you know, you you know, when you go come over here and cook me some collard greens, you know, yeah, I, I sure pay that light bill for you. That's how this, that's what it was given to me. Okay. So when you have these guys that are in these positions, I don't know a man's man, a masculine man, where when my sons played basketball and we had to go on travel on and we were traveling and you go on these trips, he was disgusted by the fact that these boys we out there, you know, you know, run in front of each other naked and all this kind of stuff and, and playing games and trying to bust in the door with somebody in the shower and all of that horse playing but he was like he wasn't with that he locking the door he making sure everybody you know kind of like settled in before he go in there and take his shot because he said he didn't want nobody playing with him like that because he was gonna lay him out that's just what that is so for you to tell me as a grown not not a kid that is you know might be groomed or something you a grown ass man don't talk about no damn grooming a grown ass man because unless you are curious and that's something you want to do there is no man that's going to be sitting there gene deal said to himself that that was a way of him walking around i guess trying to check your your stilo like you you witness you know he walk around slanging the cane you feel me so gene deal his the bodyguard has always spoken about him walking around naked walking around with his tower the tower just all just accidentally dry. he told amy he said he would come and he would call him and when he would get ready to come into the room and say what you need he was like hey make sure you got some clothes man i don't want to see that shit. he said he would tell him that so he already knew not to do that to him so you have to make a stance 10 toes down and shit. thus the same okay you gotta be 10 toes down stand for nothing fall for anything additionally jones alleges that diddy instructed him stevie j and his son justin combs to recruit prostitutes and underage girls to bring back to his parties furthermore jones 
And let's stop there. You were recruited, so that means you were a part of it, jackass. You just admitted, you just implicated yourself as a part of it. You were going out getting underage girls. That's how you know it's underage girls. You went out and got them. Okay? You went out and fucking got them. Further, Jones' lawsuit also alleges that on a separate occasions, the cousin of Diddy's on-again, off-again girlfriend, Young Miami, sexually assaulted him along with actor Cuba Gooding Jr., which we discussed last night. Cuba allegedly began touching, groping, and fondling Mr. Jones' legs, his upper inner thighs near his groin, and the small of his back near his buttocks and his shoulders. Okay, now this is what he said in the lawsuit. Now, uh, as previously reported, the suit lists Diddy Combs and other employees, as well as various record execs as defendants. Sean Holly, an attorney for Diddy, has since denied allegations. Rodney Jones is nothing more than a liar who filed a $30 million lawsuit shamelessly looking for an underserved payday. Um, my rec is name, his records name dropping about events that are pure fiction and simply did not happen is nothing more than a transparent attempt at get, to gain, to, I'm sorry, y'all, to garner headlines, okay? Now, furthermore, producer named Lil Rod has taken to Instagram to share his grievances with the music mogul. Currently, the shade room cannot confirm whether the man is the same one who filed the suit against Diddy. But this guy set up a GoFundMe. So, and it was created by a Rodney Jones. You create a GoFundMe for regular people like us, the so-called, and I think at the time of this, he had only gone at $1,500. Boy, do you know how much groceries there? Do you know I want to get me a nice steak at the damn um store? And it's costing damn now a hundred dollars for the damn steak. I may as well take my ass and, and at one of these places and 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 chance it for me a little a twenty a thirty dollar uh meal and get me a little eighteen house ribeye. Are you freaking serious? And you think we sitting up here and got money to be giving your ass to go out here for fraudulent ass um foolery lawsuits? So then, but they said they can't confirm or deny if this is the same rod, okay? Now, for the better part of the past six months, my team and I have extended every opportunity we knew possible to have these matters addressed and resolved fairly, but in private. However, Diddy's negotiation tactics to stall communications and dry out my funds and have my negotiating out of desperation of or without a real means of fighting back has forced me here. This is what the campaign description said on the um, GoFundMe, okay? And it says, help me sue Sean Diddy Combs. That's what he titled it. Uh, and he's also saying that he, um, Diddy allegedly did not pay his royalty. So you want to do a GoFundMe for us to help you sue Diddy because he didn't get you royalties when there are clearly entertainment and, and, um, attorneys out there that would take your case, okay? And we don't get paid unless you get paid. Boy, you better jump your ass up and, and, and go call 1-800-411-PAIN or something about it. I don't know. You better call one of their ass that said that they, you know, they will gladly take your case and, because if you don't get paid, they don't get, that's why they fight for you. They have you look like we look like giving you any kind of money to be fighting for some royalties and all, when you could clearly get an attorney for that. And are you now doing the lawsuit against him and an attempt to get the royalties? Because $30 million is kind of low for somebody who was so appalled and because there are real victims out here. 
There are real victims out here, okay? Let's not get it twisted. Real victims out here. And y'all doing the foolery. So I told y'all we're going to keep updating and, you know, coming back to this and seeing, you know, how it pans out. We definitely working um diligently. Uh, I know I saw a copy paste talking about they were working on this. They were, I said, it's amazing everything I say over here, but it's okay because but you can't do it like me. Oh, it's a thousand of them. It's a million of them. Who cares? They all have, everybody have a different perspective and a different way of doing things. And um, mine going to be the bomb. So look for Diddy Dominoes to drop. I'm trying to get that dropped by this weekend. So look for that. You thought Catpocalypse was something? Trust me. And we got one more for Catpocalypse. Don't forget, we got another um one for Catpocalypse. And then we got Diddy Dominoes that we're going to be dropping. And that's our separate like little series that we're dropping here, bonus series, because I'm putting in work this year. Y'all have really, y'all flames have really kept me lit. Y'all really lit the fire up under me to really follow this passion full throttle. It's uh, it's very challenging with you having, you know, full-time job and doing it. But I know at the end of the day, it's going to work because God said so, okay? That's why he let y'all to be, you see? Okay. So that was our update on that. Now our update on um Miss uh Recitessa last night. We went in on Charlemagne. Okay. Charlemagne was out here calling this lady bit back. Tell me she got bit back um energy and the bit backs are thirsty and all of this. So we had to go in on his alien looking ass last night. Make sure you check Monday Night Madness for that. Well, the young lady, Ressa Tessa, if those of you who don't know the, you know, uh, who the fuck did I marry lady, all right? And I'm like, you know what? They had a whole series called Who the Fuck Did I Marry? And though that series was based on several women that was married to scammers and bammers and, and all kind of stuff. So I'm just trying to wrap my head around what why this was, was so sensational. I don't know. Maybe because it was on TikTok. I, I don't I don't know. But anyway, it happens in everyday life. Everybody get, you know, everybody plays the fool. Sometimes no exception to the rule. Okay? Listen, baby. They told us this back in the day. I said this last night, all the old school and we just really just listen to some of the old school music, listen to the lyrics, or listen to your grandma. Half of this shit we probably would have been able to avoid, but we would just say, oh, it sounds so good. Oh, grandma's so funny. But grandma was really, she was the originator of comic Terry. Because she was giving you a story and she was saying it and it sounded so funny, but she was telling you some real shit and we just didn't get it. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? She was telling us the real shit and we just was laughing. We were so busy laughing because she sounded so funny coming from her because you like imagining grandma at that stage in life and it just tickled your fancy. But at the end of the day, she was trying to put you on the game seat. You feel me? So now her ex, this girl, Ressa Tessa, she has ruined his reputation and now he's seeking legal action. Sir, <laughs> sir, we want you to go have several seats holding a metal pole in a lightning storm. And yes, I made several seats and not Tamar. I say what I meant. Soldier boy tonight. Soldier boy tonight. I am. And I approve. So don't test me. Now, I don't understand. Um, I guess because he feel like she done made a little money off of the 
the plus of, of the TikTok series or whatever, because I think it was like 50 parts or 51 parts. And she, oh, shout out to um, Tisha. We had a great time this weekend. Um, that's why I was outside, y'all. She had me outside. Yana. Okay. Um, but now it's being reported that he's going to be taking legal action. He feels like she, you know, she caused him irreparable damage to his reputation and he wants to see boy you know that she don't make money you ain't taking enough from her you ain't taking enough from her and now you want to sit your raggedy ass up because she was able to monetize her pain okay in the essence of a 50 part um council session purge session if you will and now this raggedy boy said he intends to tell his side of the story now per um tmz McCoy, who goes by Legion on the popular series, told TMZ that everything that Reese's has said about him is false. Of course it is. Now, Reese's name, whose real name is Teresa Johnson, accused McCoy of lying about his family, wealth, and career. McCoy told TMZ that he and Reese were experiencing trust issues at some point in their relationship and claimed the popular TikToker tried to reconcile with him. McCoy accused Reese of threatening to expose him if he did not do so. Now, McCoy told the outlet that he planned to meet with lawyers, and this was um, as of yesterday, to discuss possible legal action against Risa, claiming that the viral series has hurt his job in public relations at a hospital. Risa's ex-husband asserted to TMZ reporters that he is not the man who has been portrayed in the viral TikTok series. Now, her um, she's garnered millions of views. I think at the time, she's done like 32 million views. So she's done half of what the Cat Williams did with Shannon Sharp, okay? Now, I just, um, we're going to see what happens, okay? Um, Danielle Pinock, who is from the uh, television series Ghost on CBS, has pitched herself to play Risa in the TikTok series Lands of Screen Adaptation. Y'all know what? Y'all asses, y'all wear all the shits. I just can't. I cannot. But let's talk about it, y'all. Let's talk about exes and 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 moving on and how we you know I, I i love the fact that we now can monetize pain back in the day you would have set up you would have sold you would have been sliding down doors crying snot running down your nose you know drinking going out with your friends throwing up in the toilet and then hopefully after several months you will be able to move forward with you uh clarence or gerard or somebody that's going to move you on to the next joy and pain she monetized her pain she basically, yes, she did out your ass for who you were and the fakeness. And I think now, and we could talk about it, now maybe men will, will stop with the damn bait and switch. Like my mom says, that's what it's called. They bait you up with all the nice things and all the things, and, and it looks it looks good on the surface, but once you go deeper, you realize this nigga lied. He lied, okay? You know, there were songs out. You had the girl from um, Escape, that made song. You're a liar. Y'all remember that song by Latasha? You remember when she sung that? So this has been going on for years and women are tired of it. We're tired of you, you know, selling us, you know, the ocean and we're whales. You know, we're the big fish. Stop selling me the ocean, nigga. I got the ocean. You can't sell me a pool. So ladies, we got to be on top of that. Now, let's take a quick break. Grab a second. Come on back. 
and we're going to continue talking and then go on into our next topic. It is Talk About It Tuesdays, y'all. My dreams were realized, the wings was double fried, my green was stuck between the peas and kettle fries. I quit with the beef, then I gave up the poke, then I snatched up a cosign from one of the ghosts. Come on in, you letting out all the cold air, bro. Where you been? I know that you ain't forget about your vote. Late again, he may not come when you want, but I'm always a all time, so roll up the smoke, la la. The weed too potent, so I had to call mama, tell her how much I love her for cooking them home products. When the bills will follow, cereal with the water. If Lord couldn't help us, we had handbook and help her when you want it done, right? You gotta get it for yourself, huh? It don't seem right being older than my uncle. Some people call it ghetto, I prefer another level, but I'm about to board this plane. I can't wait to see your face and hear you say, Come on in, close the door, and feel the vibe. We got macaroni and cheese, collard greens, and chicken inside. Can't forget the cornbread, talking shit with the old heads. Mama dancing to some wild green. Auntie Joyner and my daddy say go ahead. Why you shine up the sprinkly ring? Don't forget to close the screen. Come on in, close the door, and feel the vibe. We got macaroni and fish, got a crazy chicken inside. Can't forget the cornbread, chocolate chip with the old heads. Mama dancing to some wild green. Auntie Joyner and my daddy say go ahead. Bite some gold up the sticky green. Got the sneaky roller. And that's your welcome song. Come on and go. Feel the vibe. We are the Happy Miller Podcast. Play with the toys and eat the fries because all our episodes are live. Make sure you check out all the episodes, baby. You will be entertained, engaged, and most certainly informed on this podcast platform, baby. It's the Hot Jobs Experience, spreading the mustard to help you catch up with this under-the-radar news that you most certainly can news and the hot topics, trending topics in pop culture, okay? So shout out again to my Just Begun. Hope that you surprise that you subscribe. <laughs> Girl, I'll be I'll be in my in my pimp bag. I'll be in my pimp bag. I'll be moving. I'll be talking so fast. You know what I'm saying? Boy, oh you're listening too slow. <laughs> but thank you guys for um joining me again here um on Talk About It Tuesday. And where we left off, we were talking about the bait and switch um agenda of men which is now being exposed through the Risa Tisa's um, story. And we're glad that she did it. You know, um, a lot of people say, you know, they only gave it a, a 30 minute. I ain't even give it a, a 30 minute hour, but maybe I'll go on there and I'll check out a couple of episodes, you know, just to add to her views. Why not? Because this is an agenda that's been, um, that men have been carrying on for, like I said, for years, since back in the day. You know, when you met the guy and he had on the three-piece suit and you thinking, oh, he was a businessman. Hell, Portia is going through it right now. 
Hell, Portia might have her. She might need to play recitation on the uh, adaptation. So let her tell it. Simon done spent up all her money, okay? And rightfully so, though, because that's what you get when you a ho-ho. You know, Horsha did jump out there, was out here, you know, slanging that thing like a, a, a pair of whore cane that she is, okay? And, and you thought she had that came up on the bag. You know what? He, he an African prince. He's an African king. I'm, I'm not a paramour. I'm a concubine. You know, he got to take care of you and mine. You know, no, that's not what it was, boo-boo. And he showed you all the time that he had. He scammed your ass. Fallon is somewhere saying uh falling out on her knees and thanking the lord that you took that off of her steez okay <laughs> so you know unfortunately but fortunately for your ass because maybe you will learn to keep your legs closed to married men okay horsha but you know, in that sense, and what I'm talking about of the bait and switch, you have the the Simon, you you have the Simons, you have the whatever the hell uh, dude name is, legions that are out here that will come and show you the perfect picture, and you keep checking, and you like, no, not yet, not yet, and then you go forward, you go, okay, okay, so far so good, everything checking out, you checking the boxes, everything he told you, when he say he gonna be, he, you know, y'all going out at eight, he's there by seven thirty, you know, to make sure y'all not late. If he said, you know, I would love to cook for you, he just surprises you one day, and you go over to the house, and oh, the house is so clean and so nice, you don't know, you going and you, you know, um. You're checking the, the medicine cabinets and people still put, I don't think you put nothing in there no more because it's not cool, dry as place. You know, we came up with, found that out years later, but you get the drift. You're checking, you know, everything in the room. Does it look, I told y'all my story here before that I was dating this guy and had been to the condo. We've been out and I'm going to call him man, man. Okay, and I, I've told the story on here before, and Man Man was everything, everything on paper was a gentleman, um, you know, picking me up in the different cars, I'm going to, you know, to the place, and he got a little home, but like Fat Joe, and then all of a sudden, you know, one day I'm there, he was like, baby, you know, you got to sit here, because I got to go take care of some business, and I seen him start putting together some things out of a case. The, the ghost spray, your family go handle some business. I'm like, huh? What? And I always thought this place looks like so clean. It was always so beautiful. Because you do have some clean men out here that keep a nice bachelor pad, right? Right. So this guy, I, I ended up getting this um, position at this place. And I'm not going to name the place because I don't want to put too much out there. But I was working at this place. And this young lady was at the place and she decided that she was going to take out her wedding. Everybody was like, oh, you finally, y'all finally did it. Y'all finally got married. And she was like, yeah, we finally got married. We did it. Now, remember, I'm a new employee at this place. Uh, but this lady seemed very nice. She was kind of like quiet and, and reserved, you know. And everybody was, used to you know, have little whispers about her man who was supposedly wasn't that great or had been with her for so long. They had been together so many years. He should have been married her and he had all these kids and blah, blah, blah. So I knew that, the, you know, that I knew that about her. Nothing that would tie, y'all know what I'm going with this, her with who I was dating at the time. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm a funny. I don't share, you know, my private life with professional life. I'm, I'm not that girl that come and got the gospel. You got to know who I'm dating and who I'm with and, who I, you know, this was before I got married and had the kids and stuff. So when um 
she pulled out and I went over. They were like, oh, she got the uh, wedding album. And they were like, oh, why you didn't have no rings? Oh, no, we just held each other's hands and we just exchanged vows. We didn't do rings. So I was like, oh, that's weird. But she had like the gown and everything. And they were showing like the different, the pictures were showing their photo. When I saw the picture, that person looked like man, man, that was in the picture. My throat clogged up my stomach dropped my chest started fluttering i'm like okay but this person could just look like him like man man well baby she decided she was like um kiwi you gotta ride and i was like no because at the time my car put me down i had to catch the train to work so i caught the um the tri-rail down here you know not like the subway i wasn't in new york i was down here in florida so I was like, um, I was going to catch the train. She said, oh, well, if you want to, my husband's coming to pick me up and he's going to be dropping us off. Now, here I am. I'm like, okay, so I want to get a closer look to see if this husband is really man-man. Because like I said, some of us look alike. Baby got down the stairs at the end and she was waving. She said, hey, over here, over here. And um, there was a friend of, uh, well, a coworker of mine, we had gotten real cool, had told me, you know, we can go hang out, we can go and smoke one way, because you know, she she don't do that. I was like, you know what, yeah, okay. So we were going to go and hang out or whatever, go throw one in the air. And when I got to that, so I was coming over there to tell her that, that was okay, that I was going to go with, let's call her Shonda, okay, to protect the innocent. <laughs> so um I was went to go over to tell her, and when I got over there by that car, and that dude looked up, if he could have had a sinkhole happen at that time, he would have wanted to, because he did not know how I was going to react or how I was going to respond to what I was about to say. His face, he tried to keep a game face, but his face told the story, and I just looked and nodded my head and was just smiling, and then she was like, you ready? And I said, Oh, no. I said, as a matter of fact, Shonda's going my way, so she's going to just go ahead and drop me home. I'm going to ride with Shonda. But thank you for um, inviting me. And um, you had some beautiful wedding pictures. Oh, thank you so much. And you, he looked like he could have, like I said, gone into a sinkhole. Like, Lord, please just suck me up right now. And he tried to reach out. He reached out. I spoke to him one time and let him know that you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a deceiver. I can't believe you. And come to find out that condo, it, it, it was a whole bunch of stuff I started finding out. You know, he was in the game. So that condo was like his little play pad. So he had that condo, but he also had the house with his wife. Sometimes she would go there to clean up. So that's why it looked so nice and he had the beautiful bathroom and it smelled good and all of this. And I think he had maids or something that would come there as well. But yes, that's my uh, Risa Tisa story. Well, at least one of them. Because you know how to call a lot of these little beta switches. And it's just something when they bait you all up and then all of a sudden it switches out and they turn into something different. You have the ones that switch out and go violent. You have the ones that switch out and, and you find out that they are nothing or making nothing near to what they... They said they were making the place where they, they were at. If you ever get a chance to watch the movie um, Sprung, Joe Torrey is the epitome of that dude, of the, the, the bait and switch dude or the dude that's trying to put on like he's 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 doing this. But he actually was a manager at a fast food restaurant. I don't know if y'all are familiar with the movie Sprung with Teacher Campbell, Joe Torrey, um, the, the girl from Friday, 
that was Craig, um, but with the, the one with the um, gap or whatever. I can't remember her name right now, the actress, but she's also an acting coach. But anyway, check out that movie Sprung, and you will know exactly what I'm talking about. And she is the one that's with Tisha, and she's reading these guys. She can tell you off the bat what they worth and what they're doing. And she actually got Sprung off of somebody who knew that what what you know she was pretty much a gold digger knew she was looking for a guy that was you know that was very professional that had money or whatever i don't i don't want to say she was a gold digger but she wasn't dating below a certain level and he knew that and he dropped the um he was like oh that was my um AT and she picked up his atm receipt and all of this you got to watch the movie but it feeds into the bait and switch debate Okay, a wide guy will bait you up. We, he waved the keys. The car wasn't even his. Like, it, all of that kind of stuff. So, ladies, we just got to be on point, okay? We got to be on point. We got to be intentional in doing the deep dives. We got to be, we got all these these um apps now. It's time, to, it's time to utilize them, okay? We need to utilize the apps, do the background searches, get on the little court, apps and and do these you know background checks we need to do it okay make sure their name is their name oh i'm i'm a big big advocate of name rank and serial number mama always told me that three things you get off the bat from a nigga name rank and serial number name where you rank at in society okay and that serial number which is that social baby because if you want to try to play with me <laughs> you will be around here with live this <laughs> cable bills phone you'll be paying cell you'll have cell phones in your name no let me stop <laughs> but let me not oh uh-huh. okay well let's move on y'all to our next one to a good one a lover one don lemon you know um next year is gonna be all-star in new orleans i can hardly wait baby i know that's gonna be jumping and i can hardly wait to be there but um all-star is gonna be in new orleans next year and you know um they're already Deion sanders has already said he's he's start he's he's gonna start um he, he start not even really promoting but he he wants and i think we spoke about it here he wants Lil wayne to perform that the super bowl if he do he need more than 13 minutes y'all gotta at least get him a half hour you know uh, if y'all think usher was bad with his catalog come on Lil wayne Lil wayne look about they started at the same age he's not as old as usher but he been in it just as long he started young like usher did too so that would be something he's already out there um campaigning for him to be in that and i said i got on one of the the little feeds that was talking about it and they were like you know they would never let that happen but they should let it happen somebody was like what if they play back that ass up you know during super bowl halftime i said and don lemon jumps out on the stage because remember he that what happened with him on cnn when they took that on you got this man on the new year's eve show he is a, a new orleanian okay a louisianian and you got this man on there and back that ass up, come on. And that's Don Lemon, you know, and he don't have a little sippy sip. Of course he's going to do that. So they try to play in my baby's face. But he said, don't worry about it. You better have my money in the place, okay? And that's what happened. CNN has decided to pay him his back pay, okay, of $24.5 million in the separation report, okay? The network agreed to the back pay for the former, the former CNN anchor following his April 2023 outing. Let me see if I got any audio on this. 
I don't think I did. I don't I don't think I did have none. But um let me see if this is gonna play. Let me see. I know it's an ad on here. And this was being reported by people. So and I'm I'm very good. It's very good to see it. Y'all need to do the right thing by him. Cause you haven't been firing me anyway, and the shit been going down ever since. Cause I know I stopped watching y'all ass. No, it's just like a little ad thing. But let me give you a quick read. The former CNN anchor and the news network reached a separation deal where he would where they would pay Lemon approximately $24.5 million, reports the rap. The total is reportedly the amount of money Lemon was set to receive if his final contract ended in three and a half years. Representatives for Lemon had no comment when um, they were reached by people. While we never comment on specifics of any employee contract, this story is incorrect, a CNN representative told People on Tuesday, which is today. After 17 years with CNN, the longtime anchor announced his hiring from the network in an um, X post in April 2023. I was informed this morning by my agent I have been terminated by CNN. I am stunned, Lemon wrote. Shortly after Lemon's post, CNN's public relations team released a counterstatement accusing Lemon of misrepresenting what occurred. And that's I think we talked about that on here where they said that they had spoken to him or they tried to reach out to him but they couldn't get him or he, re he refused to answer and um it was not like they, you know, that he was just let, you know, just let go. And they said he was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but he released a statement on Twitter instead. Now, the um, journalist separation from the network followed his exit from CNN this um, morning in February 2023. Lemon received backlash for comments he made about Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley being past her prime. He made his remarks on the politician's age during a segment of the show with co-hosts Poppy Harlow and Caitlin Collins. And like I said, when they surrounded him with them damn Karens, I knew. I was like, Lord, Don, pay attention. Read the room. They're trying to get rid of you, boo. I knew that's what was about to happen. They were trying to get rid of him. And that's exactly what went down. Those bastards knew what they were doing. And Poppy just used to, and I like Poppy at, at some point, but she would just be interrupting him and talking all down to him and rooting very, like, she was very emasculating. She was very emasculating, both of them, actually. And I couldn't stand to look Caitlyn helpful. I could really couldn't stand. They were very emasculating, very um, condescending, kind of like the little um, murky merchant bitch that is on the Fonnie Willis, um, Fonnie Willis trial, which we'll get into later. But after um, Haley comment, Lemon publicly apologized and agreed to participate in formal training and was back on air after less than a week. Of course, he don't need a formal training. He is Don Lemon. He said what he meant. He meant what he said. And that's, uh, uh, unfortunately, people are not used to someone giving an honest opinion. He's always been like that. That's one thing I always loved about him. That's why I used to tune into the Don Lemon show, which Don Lemon show is going to be returning soon, y'all. I believe it's going to be online on the platform hopefully he does a podcast i'm here for it i will be there listening i'll be sharing caring and all of that i love don lemon 
and you know what that's one black man y'all can say whatever y'all say oh he gave this oh i don't care that's one black man that stands up for women's rights and he shows stand up for black rights and he did not bite his tongue he did not tuck his tail when he was on his show when those racists came on that show or whatever those politicians he was neutral but he would ask the questions he would challenge the way you're supposed to when you have people on there who are clearly you know so far outside of you know human till he had to he had to reel it back in like how can you even uh, you know he would fact check them okay and he would check them real quick and he did it in such a professional smooth nicety way shout out to Misha Lay with that that nicety way till you you had to love him I love his dynamic with um with our other the other one that they let go um Andy I love I loved those two together. They were just rocking out. They were just, just I just loved it. But um, two months later, Lemon conducted a confrontational interview with Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. We know who that that bastard is. You over here on a whole green card or whatever, because your parents had one, and you just get out here and make the the, the most inappropriate racist rhetoric filled statements as a as it um regards to black constituents till i can't I, I was just so glad they need to get rid of his ass he stay trying to run for president you will never you will never okay which was rumored to have left several cnn leaders exasperated and contributed to the channel's decision to let him go right because like i said don lemon was don lemon and he kept it one one quadrillion not even one thousand in July 2023, Lemon broke his silence in an interview with Rudy Williams on ABC 24. He said, I have a responsibility not only as a journalist, but as an American to tell the truth and to abide by the promises of the Constitution because the Constitution says a more perfect union, not a perfect union. Come on. I'm not a perfect person. No one is, Lemon added. In order to fulfill the promise of the Constitution, we have to stand up for what is right. We have to stand up for the truth. And additionally, shortly after Lemon was ousted, co-anchor Collins, 31, took over the former anchor Chris Cuomo. That's what I mean. I don't know why I, I said Andy. But Chris Cuomo's 9 p.m. time slot, okay, Phil Mattingly, then replaced the two former CNN This Morning co-anchors and worked alongside Harlow, 41. Mattingly and Harlow bid farewell to the show after it wrapped earlier this month. That's right. Because we ain't watching that raggedy um watered down bullshit ass show more recently lemon announced last month that he is launching a self-titled newscast of don lemon show which will stream first on social media site twitter baby we are here for it we will be streaming with you and make it rain on them make that truth rain on me shout out to don lemon for being 10 toes down this year he get the 10 toes award today we're gonna start doing that 10 toes down Tuesday, okay? We got the name on every Tuesday. We're going to name somebody who is 10 toes down. Don Lemon, you are the recipient of the first Talk About It Tuesday's 10 toes down award, okay? We love you, and I'm so proud of him and so happy that it is a black man that is willing to stand because a lot of y'all fold. Y'all bend and y'all fold, okay? You can go on and on. 
the story's never been told. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, let's move on to the next topic, which is a quick update. And then we're going to get into, um, in the next segment, we're going to get into Russell Wilson. We're talking about stepfatherhood. And then we're going to get into Wendy. Um, the Terrence Bradley, I think I'm going to brief i might not i'm trying to get the snippets um loaded up so we can get just a couple of little snips from what happened in trial today so hopefully we can get that done um in time for talk to talk about it but it was a bloodbath and it was a witch hunt and i just think that we need to talk about it here now y'all know madonna is my girl but you know and we know madonna likes the blacks okay she you know was tupac's one of his faves she was around here trying to you know wrap that uh season kushash around his um boosh wash okay <laughs> back in the day so oh, today um Luther Vandross family had to get with her. And let's talk about, you know, people not reading the room or not understanding what needs to be done. She actually had a post of Luther Vandross up on her, um, up on on stage during a so-called tribute to to you know her age tribute that she's added to her her show so now the luther vandross estate was like uh baby girl he never had aids or hiv so why are you adding this his picture so let's get into this luther vandross estate successfully had his his photo removed from madonna's age tribute portion of her um celebrations tour now um i don't know madonna was you know i i was thinking is she trying to low-key say something about luther but we know luther dealt with chronic diabetes you know i think a majority i think all of his siblings died from some form of um diabetic trauma or or something that was a result of diabetes okay so and i know with the weight loss and gain loss and gain and stuff he he dealt with that all of his life and that's what's always been said patty labelle was the one that out of him he never came out and told us we always knew you know the earlier luther we thought you know was singing us still in love he always sang the songs he always said she he stayed in that um aspect but when he said that he did not want to do the ladies only um back in the day you know here goes some okay Free game alert back in the day some old coffee new tea um back in the day they used to do the ladies only tours so you had teddy pendergrass who actually um started these lady only shows okay you had johnny gill that's done a ladies only tour where it literally was only ladies in the audience that they would sell to and they would cater to the women okay now luther vandross was offered the opportunity because at, at this time this is what was popping the ladies only tours you know this is your fan base and he said he didn't think it would be fair for him to just be seen to just ladies he you know everyone listens to his music 
and he refused to do the ladies only tour he was looked at at that time with the side eye but at that time you know stuff wasn't all out in the open like it is now so that being said when everybody started you know kind of giving him the side eye and realizing okay so it is true and i would never forget i was singing because i used to um sing and perform a lot and it was this one song i was practicing singing and it, i used to love to sing luther songs i could throw down on some luthers i just i was always wanted to do like the opposite you know instead of singing women's songs what if it was a woman that came out singing men's songs so i would always i've always been that person to try to do something opposite because everybody going that way you know the you know the road to hell is packed but that road to you know to the lord is very narrow and there ain't too many people on that right road my mom will say the ones going right is you see very few people on there but that's usually the the, the route you need to take it's too crowded over there something something right but anyway seeing this song and i was like oh i just love luther oh when i grew up i told you i was gonna i was gonna marry um michael jordan my daddy told he's gonna be old and tired I was, I was gonna marry Luther. My mom said he's gonna be old and tired. Girl, you can't even marry Luther. He's gonna be old and tired when you get old, tired, and decrepit. That's what she said. And not to mention, he got 50 pounds of sugar. Now, I didn't understand at the time. I said, What do you mean 50 pounds of sugar? That man got 50 pounds of sugar. Kid, well, he ain't looking at you. If anything, he'll be looking at your daddy. And and bust out laughing. I was like, No. I'll never forget that day. I feel like she ruined my life at that time. I couldn't believe it. And that was my revelation that Luther Vandross was gay. And I'm like, no, it's impossible. And I would try to show all kind of when he did the excuse we miss and had, um, I think Naomi Campbell or was it Gabrielle? Some one of them was in his, not Gabrielle, but um, I forgot the actress name that was in there with the excuse we miss video. The girl that was in, there, I'm like, see, look how he's singing her, how he's looking at her. That can't be true. So, you know, that was my revelation to that but now madonna has uh removed his picture thank god he's gay but he didn't die from aids and we're just gonna move on from that topic okay just a quick talk about all right let's take us another quick break and we're going to come back about stepfathers russell representative Come on in, close the door, and feel the vibe. We get macaroni and cheese, collard greens, and chicken inside. Can't forget the cornbread, talking shit with the old heads. Mama dancing to some loud green. My auntie Joyna and my daddy saying, Go ahead, why you shine up the stinky green? Don't forget to close the screen. Come on in, close the door, and feel the vibe. It's talk about it Tuesdays. It's talk about it Tuesdays. Hot topics, updates, and um things that are not so great, like conservatorships and guardianships, the blurred lines. Um, and we're getting into now 
uh, an update with Arcola. We just left off on the Madonna situation, having to remove Luther Vandross's picture from her tour. And this goes to speak to people who do things. I don't know if they intentionally do them to try to throw hints or if you're doing it just because, but you have to be mindful when you're putting things out there and it's attached to a particular theme because then you're going to have people saying, okay, so what are you trying to tell us? Okay. That's the type of situation that that was, but the um, estate was successful in getting his, his um, picture removed. And it says, while we appreciate Madonna's recognition of those lives lost of AIDS, Luther was never diagnosed with AIDS or the HIV virus. And this is what a representative for the state said. Fans say Madonna's inclusion of Luther in the tribute was disrespectful. And imagine being disrespected in your grave. She should have asked first. The entitlement one user wrote. And it is true. Unfortunately, you know, your likeness, your name, your, your NIL, your, your name, your image, and your likeness, once you become a celebrity, it seems like it belongs to everybody. You know, we could put you on thumbnails. We could put you you know, on um, posters or whatever. I don't know. But, you know, that was why you don't really see now during Martin Luther King Day, you very seldom see any uh, Martin Luther King shirts being sold like they used to because his family were like, wait a minute. Um, you know, this is great. Y'all want to celebrate my daddy, but we ain't getting no money out there. So you want to put his name on something, his picture on something, you got to come across us because we own his name, his image, and his likeness, and you're going to have to pay us. So in case you all have, you know, free game alert. If you have not realized or recognized that in the last several, um, you know, and they got a lot of pushback for that, which I think they should. Um, I believe that I have a dream speech he didn't write. Now, um, yeah, we want to keep it real. He did not write the I, you know, got a dream speech. He did orate it and he did it very well. And it became his best, he became best known for, of course, civil rights, his fight in Selma, as well as the I got a dream speech. I have a dream speech on my apologies. But by no means should you come in, you know, yes, you deserve, uh, I guess, a portion of it. But if it had been the others, which you have done that, and, and, and that's what I think a lot of people gave them a pushback for. So we have to be very mindful when we are posting people's names and, and it's in the context of a particular topic or a situation or a celebration or you're paying tribute for something. You're paying tribute to A's and you know, you need to put George Michael up there. You can put Rock Hudson up there. You can put um, you know, these these names who we know, you know, um Fred, Freddie um from uh, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank from the, the rock group, Queen. Okay, you can put Freddie on there because he definitely did, okay? Um you can put all of those people on there that did pass away or was diagnosed with it. Um, even the young lady that um, just recently passed and she was the fake, you know, Magic Magic Johnson. Put him on there. Even though, can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? Magic looks good and looks like a nice little size. I know you're talking about he taking medicine, but I noticed those Simply Health commercials done faded away and all those announcements done faded away. Cookie looking good as she want to look. I think they just celebrated 18 years of marriage. Okay. And tell I couldn't spend it with nobody else. Uh, no, because ain't nobody want that. <laughs> so you, you, you good over there. Of course. Where you going? 
at this point, you went everywhere, and that's the reason why your ass had to stay with Cookie, because you went every damn way else, and you came back and brought her more than Cookie. You brought her biscuits, okay? You brought a you brought a cookie, you brought a milk, you brought a bit, you you bought a lot of shit with that. So where is she going? Which I still don't understand. She had the kids after the fact, and then supposedly she had eggs that were frozen, and that was the way they was able to have, you know, um, EJ and the daughter. The daughter you you never see at all. If it's still a daughter, I don't even know because you know EJ pretty much done did everything but make a complete um change like uh um um ways like which uh lord jesus anyway we don't want to get into that we ain't gonna talk about that tonight but that being said you know people's name image and likeness it can be really misused and abused so you got to be mindful with that so um, that's good that he was able to do that and be careful um for the if your child is playing sports you know um shawnee just came out and was telling her daughter you know, that wanted to, they, they were saying she's so good, you know, maybe she should go pro early. She was like, oh, no, you're not, because you ha- will make more money off of your meal as a collegiate athlete than you will as a pro athlete. And that's as a female. Now, as a man, you know, that's debatable. But she is correct. As a woman, because the average woman in um, sports, in, in the WNBA, they make the most they make. And I'm talking about the top, top. Is two is less than a quarter million dollars, and a quarter million is two hundred fifty for y'all in the back, two hundred fifty thousand. So they make less than that. They make like maybe two thirty, two forty k. Okay, so she's telling her you could be Angel Reese where you signing million dollar deals with Shaq or somebody that's you know to be on you know be Reebok and things of that nature. So understand your name, your image, and your likeness. Okay, in all aspects, no matter we're celebrities or not, we as regular people understand your worth. And even, you know, to piggyback on the Don Lemon story, know your worth. When you're with these companies and they decided they're going to just interrupt your lifestyle, your income, and you know that it's wrong, then you're going in there and don't go and take us a couple of uh, a grand. I just want them to pay me with them. No, you're going to go in there and you are going to pay what you would have made if they would not have interrupted the flow. Okay, we have to learn. Okay, let's talk about it. We have to learn to, you know, you can't monetize your worth. Your 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 it is it's infinity. Okay. That is is there is there's no number on it. Okay. What is your intellectual, your intellectual mind worth? Okay, it's priceless. You are priceless. But if you have to put a number on it, you put that number as high as possible and then y'all meet somewhere in the middle. Okay? Free game alert. Do-do-do-do. Okay? <laughs> now, let's talk about stepfathers. I am a product of a stepfather. I love my stepfather. Shout out to Mr. G. R.B. Okay? Love you, love you, love you from the age of six years old and beyond. That's been the man of my life. Love him. Was there for prom. Was there for breakups, makeups, weddings, divorces. He was there. And he was, you know, gave, you know, fatherly advice. Was there when I played basketball. Beat my ass on that court. And I was so mad I walked home. Love you, dad. Okay? That's my dad. Period. Now, that being said, and that's coming from an adult. Imagine how little future feels that his dad, okay, 
is Russell Wilson, the great quarterback Russell Wilson, okay, who was soon be playing for the Steelers, Russell Wilson, but that's the sports side of me. Let's move on, okay? Now, he recently spoke out about um, him raising future. And let me see if I got the audio. Hopefully, I got the audio. And we'll um, listen to what he had to say, and we're going to come. We're going to talk about it. Okay. Hope you grab your mojitos, taquitos, your um, I don't want to say cojones, <laughs> your cubanitos, and your Cuban coffee if you're at work. No drinking on the job. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let me see if I can uh, pull it up. If not, then we're going to continue. I think it's going to come up. Here we go. You know, this is going to be my responsibility. When I walked in the room and I saw, you know, little future, he's nine months at the time or whatever, and he crawls in my lap and it was like, you know, this is going to be my responsibility. God, I remember, I remember leaving that night, and God saying, "This is, this God's, God said, saying to me, raising this child, it's, it's going to be your responsibility." Mm. And realizing, I pray that God, are you sure this is what you want me to do? I say, son, this is for you. The first night, yeah, the first night. Mm-hmm. It's going to be your responsibility. And it's was, that been, scary? was that scary? Oh yeah, I mean, I think scary just in the sense of not scary, but it was more so of an opportunity. Like, okay, God, this is what you want me to do. This is, you know, stepping in to raise, you know, a child with C and this and that. And, I, and realizing that, okay, God, like, I know she's the one for me, but also, too, I'm, I'm going to take this responsibility as well. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Like, and I was ready for that. I was ready for that. I was ready to, you know, I love children, as you know, I love kids and everything else. But it was like, man, to, 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 to help raise a child and everything else, understanding that, okay, God, you're going you're gonna to give me this opportunity. What a gift. Even Jesus himself, like Joseph was, Joseph was a, was a stepdad. I was like, okay, it wasn't biologically his. So I'm like, okay, God, you're going to, you're going to have me this, give me this opportunity to love the way that you were loved. Now, this was what he stated on the I Am Athlete podcast with Brandon Marshall. I love you, Brandon. Oh, you're so gorgeous. Um, and so I love my soul, oh, my God, This tool has been awesome. Sorry about that. And, um, and this was what he said, you know, that first night that he was able, when he saw future and future crawled on his lap and he looked at him, he was like, he said, he heard God tell him. And, you know, I've heard people making like little jokes. Oh, God told him, oh, God was talking to you. It's, you know, for those of you who are not spiritually inclined, I feel sorry for you. You have no sense of spirituality or discernment. I feel sorry for you. That's, that's all I'm going to say right there. Okay. Cause I'm not here. Well, yes, I am here to do that. And, I, I, you know, we have to stop dismissing ourselves. Some of us have a gift. You, you're put in a position to do something. I told you all here a long time ago, I'm, I was dealt with for a while, and I had to back off of the way I was ragging and tagging and dragging. You know, I do my little fun stuff and stuff, but I was dealt with one night, and that's my personal experience. I'll leave it there. But I came back on the mic, and I told you all, I said, you know, I was dealt with. Um, I'm a vessel, so I have to be able to deliver in a certain way and deliver certain things. So that was when I started kind of 
moving the needle of my content to not just include ragged tag and roasting toasting and dragon but to actually get into wealth and health and getting into informative things the things that you know most people are not talking about you get more into a a news this is a news show okay this is what this is so we talk about regular news things we talk about celebrity we talk we are a news show okay so that being said i had to bring the news and i had to bring information to you that no one else is talking about if we if a if hundred people a million people gonna be talking about cat williams nobody's talking about how navy federal is not approving people for mortgages if all of you are talking about um Chris Sean and, and Dumbface, nobody's talking about how these pills over here just got recalled and your ass could be having this, or the Robitussin just got recalled, or the cheese in your refrigerator just got recalled, or the chicken nuggets that you about to feed man man and them just got recalled. Nobody's talking about that. So somebody's got to be really bringing the news, how these things are going on under the radar that nobody is talking about because they don't want, you know, they want to keep everybody happy and jovial because at the end of the day, ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Do you know what that statement means? As long as you're you're dumb, you're blind to the bullshit, you happy. No, you can't kick it all the time. Sometimes we got to get down and to get down. And these are some topics that I love to talk about on Talk About Tuesday because we have to get down. There are the how many households you know what let's do it together let's research together how many what's the average let's ask google i don't believe in no damn siri i don't know who siri ass is siri be around here doing some seriousness okay y'all better start talking to siri you know she took alexa ass out and i don't know who she's gonna take out next what is the average households that have a stepfather And here are the statistics. Okay. Now, this is live. 11 million. Let that sink in. An average of households with step kin relationships, step parents, and or stepchildren. 52% of married or cohabiting couples with at least one living parent or parent in law. And at least one adult child have a stepkin relationship. More specifically, fifty-two percent. So over half of the relation, over half of the households right now have a step parent there, whether stepmom, stepdad, or some type of stepkinship there. So let that sink in. So for those of you who get pissed off and get mad, y'all, y'all want y'all on the future train, y'all, you know, on his gravy train, and he, you know, giving y'all kibbles and damn bits for y'all to be his lap dog. That's great. But what you need to be doing is telling your boy, takes time with your boy. Be known in his life so that you do not have to sit back and soak and be pissed off. You got a thousand of them here. I, we we sit around here and watch Nick um cartwheel and and backflip and and, and all and, and all this shit into them twenty thousand um broken homes he's created. Can we talk about it? Lanisha Cole is over there. Thank God she found a man who was willing to father the child that Nick made because Nick ice ice baby because he was putting everybody else on there because she didn't want to be a part of that damn circus and father just take care of your child. You know, and this is her words, not mine. You never hear him talk about that baby. The one black one that he does have. I said what I meant. Because everybody else is whatever they are. 
okay and we don't want him to create any more broken black homes so don't don't get me don't get me wrong stay your ass over there don't break up none we know mariah and and uh with morocco and, and um and those those the two babies that he had with mariah those were during his marriage i'm talking about the broken homes he created okay that being said if those women get and get some damn sense and they find someone now they are with a, a um gentleman who will be a Russell because guess what as a single mom and when I um separate from my kids father as a single mom we are a package deal Sierra so totally got it we are a package deal and if I'm going to incorporate you into my life and if we're going to be together we are going to be together me you and boo the baby or babies so i commend russell i commend all step parents that are really and you know another one ricky smiley ricky smiley claim a thousand kids i think only like two or three of ricky's are, are, are biological the rest of them are relationships they had he had a sister that had a situation where he stepped in and was a father figure to them you have to commend men like that there are men me there are men's men these are who the young men need to be looking up to not oh she got two kids she's four you don't want none of that because that's what they're that's what they're out here teaching on these platforms which is going to be a perfect segue into our next topic that's what they're teaching on these platforms they are teaching these kids or they're saying to these boys oh if she got a child already or she already you know she pretty much ruined so you don't want to deal with her that's just a hit of quitter really so you young ladies that's out here if you you know became a young mom a teen mom or whatever if you're in your young 20s and you're a mom understand that some of these little bastards out here feel like you just a hit them quit them because you already done had a baby which makes no damn sense because the majority of y'all ass was raised by a single mom so let that make sense make that make sense make that make sense you're a product of a single mother home but you'll see a single mother and look and scoff at her so what are you saying about your mom i said what i meant what about your mammy the one that raised you because if you're going to scoff at a single mom what are you saying with if someone's if a man scoffed at your mama what if the man she's with now was you know responsible for being you know there for you and giving you um advice and and words of wisdom what if he was there for you yet and still you sitting your ass up here trying to scoff because of what i'm lost so it's time for us to embrace the man that will take on a child a situation that he did not do it but this would be the house that jack built shack He's another, he's one that's on the opposite side. He was raised by a stepfather. And he'll tell you, he don't see him as a stepfather. He says his father. He knows who his biological father is. Y'all know, y'all saw him on video back in the day. He popped up in Korea somewhere, laying on a mattress or some shit like that. But um, talking about Shaq was his son. And then Shaq said it. But he made the song and let you know when my biological didn't bother. Okay? So 
let's just keep that into perspective. But I say kudos to Russell and kudos to you being in touch with your discernment and listening when God spoke to you. And he said a word that I don't know if y'all missed it or not, but I'm going to repeat it. Joseph was a stepfather because remember, Mary was a virgin when Joseph married her. He hadn't touched her yet, but God came and told him. The angels came and said, oh, she about to put God finna put it in her life. Put the life into her, into your life. You are, have chose to be his earthly father, Joseph. So that was not his biological son per se. That was the son that was placed there by God, by the Holy Spirit for to come forth through Mary. Okay, Mary was chosen, the virgin Mary, and Joseph was the what? Stepfather. He said a word right there. I don't know if y'all caught that, but that was real deep for me. I don't care about nobody else. But kudos for you, Russell, and thank you for letting us in on how, you know, y'all can't. And they've been going ever since. And if y'all have not seen my girl recently, when I say the most gorgeous, I love, that's another That's another one of my little Scorpio babies, her, Monica. Well, we Scorpios just be slaying out here. Okay, I'm sorry. I know I'm supposed to, you go on my religion. Well, you go on my religion to talk about astrology. Yeah, 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 whatever. Okay, it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, but let's get into this little dumbass um, responding about this prank. And I told y'all, this is the ultimate issue that is going on with social media with these kids. They about going viral. Everybody viral. You know, viral is as AL is of, and it is a virus. Do y'all understand that? When you break down that word, vir, V-I-R, okay? And then you got AL, which means of, or made of, is of, a virus. So the virus spreads. You get it? Viral, okay? Do 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 do. Free game of learning. I just gave y'all an English lesson. Very good, class. You are learning. Okay. So viral is the new virus. You got to go out here and you got to do something crazy so you can go viral. All right. You can spread all over the place. You can get the numbers. You can get the views. You can get the likes. Okay. How did that work out for dumbass over there who's sitting up and talking about? She mad because her child's condition has been released when you clearly on video sipping on scissor and, and liquor and all kind of shit and downing, downing, swallowing joints, swallowing um shots of Hennessy. And you know who I'm talking about. And I'm not going to call her name over here because we don't do cloud over here. We don't have, we don't need your cloud. We are the cloud. Okay. So his um NBA young boys, baby mama, we reported on this um yesterday. On Monday Night Madness, this is part of the madness that went on this weekend. Put out a video. I played the audio. Listen to the Monday Night Madness episode to get that. Um, where she was screaming, Oh, she's been locked in the trunk and she's been kidnapped. You could tell. I don't know why our kids are so naive. This, you know, the kids are so naive these days. It's very sad and disheartening and downright damn scary because they that naive. That's why they, my mom said it. That's why they called it. That's why in the Bible, they're known as the lost generation. They are seriously the lost generation. Can we talk about it? They don't stand down for nothing. They fall for anything. You know, they feel like if you bust a wild, it's like Sodom and Gomorrah, all, you know, 5.0. Okay, but let's, I digress. 
Um, Arcola has clarified that she never called the police and many fans expressed disgust and criticism over joking about such a frightening affair. Now, she claimed to have been kidnapped in the video. And after everybody wondered what happened about the facts, she said, basically, ain't nobody tell y'all ass to be um, tripping. Now, that Carly or Carlay or whatever her um, name is, this is what she said, that type of shit. Young boy, baby mama began. I never called the police. That's the difference. I never got on live and said, call the police. I said, call my mom. I seen the green latch. If I was really kidnapped, I would have pulled that motherfucker. I was childish and you, um, I, um, it was childish and you do have to stop doing that type of stuff because you do have a bigger following. I call a friend added. But bitches just need to mind they fucking business, period. That's what her dumb ass said. So let's see if we can um go into her dumb ass audio and then we're gonna talk about it and then we're gonna get into our two top topics and conclude for talk about it Tuesday. And that Carly or Carly, whatever her name is, that type shit. I never called the police. That's the difference. I never got on live and said, call the police. I said, call my mom. I seen the green wax. If I was really kidnapping, I would have pulled that motherfucker. The first but yeah, it was childish. And you do have to stop doing certain stuff because you do have a bigger following. But bitches just need to mind their fucking business, period. I do. And that's why I said I apologize because my intention, th those were never my intention. I was never trying to put it like I was really like, you know, Kidnapped. I was never finna go along with that story. Like I said, if they, you they wanted you to, to keep it going you with, a lies, with a whole ass lie, <laughs> so they could call you a more of a liar. Girl, I was never finna do that. Like I said, if you don't understand my sense of humor, that's on you. But yeah, I do need to stop playing like that. You are absolutely correct. Lesson learned from this situation. I would never play like that again. But stop trying to make it like I. Now, this little raggedy-ass girl. I was really just trying to go on with the lie. I was outside for a reason. I'm not hiding. I'm not I'm not trying to make it like I really got kidnapped. Like I said, it was a prank gone wrong. Y'all blew that video. you still young as you bitches are liars. Oh, my soul. You're a liar, bitch. Liar, liar. Pants on fire. I was joking. Y'all wish I really got kidnapped. Or y'all wish. Y'all really thought I was going to get on there and keep lying about it. And that, those were never my intentions. It just so happened. Somebody screen recorded it and all these blogs just start posting it. Now, it's y'all fault because y'all 3.1 million followers who are following me while I'm doing all these dumbass shenanigans and pranks and boot shit. Yes, boot shit. That's what I said. Okay, I'm bringing back boot because this bitch is clearly booted. Okay, now you are going to do a prank like that in a time like this, and you try to say that you're not Carly Russell, your ass need to go to jail too, just like Carly Russell. You have Carly Russell syndrome. That's what we are diagnosing with your, your ass today. You have Carly Russell boot ass syndrome, and something needs to be done as far as that. I don't know if they need to take down your page or whatever, because you're sitting there, and for those of you young ladies or young men or whomever you are that are following her, the 3.1 million, let's get that number in our heads, 3.1 million people are following, viewing anything that this girl is putting up and is doing. 
Nobody told y'all blogs to get a hold of it and spread it. Oh, you wish I was. Who the fuck is sitting around wishing that you were kidnapped? Who the fuck is even knowing you? We don't know you, little girl. We don't know you. And nobody would know you if you didn't lay up with a herpes feel ass baby daddy that was a, happened to be a famous rapper. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? Like these young kids with the clout chase and the viral, okay? And maybe that virus has gotten to your brain because, you know, when you have it for a long time, it does affect the brain cells too. Can we talk about it? Okay? We're going to go ahead and we're going to take this last break. But I just had to let y'all hear what this foolishness was. We're going to come back and finish our commentary. Then we're going to get into Wendy and Terrence. Guardianship and the witch hunt. Okay? Let's talk about it Tuesdays, y'all. Hot to John experience. I hope you all have enjoyed this talk about it Tuesday. We have gotten into some great topics tonight. Step parenting. We've gotten into the bait and switch mix. We've gotten into um, your name, image, and likeness. We got into some meal spill, okay? We've also gotten into um, the updates for Diddy Gate. We have gotten into a lot of things. I hope you have really enjoyed some of the topics that we have talked about tonight. Um, we left off talking about the, uh, the plague that's called viral. Okay. The plague of viralism, if you will, I'm going to make me up a word, another one, cause that's what we do. Okay. Uh, the plague of viralism that's going on out here in these, uh, social media streets and that it needs to stop. Um, and at this point, if y'all can mark you know strike my comments when i go hard in on a comment y'all need to be striking some of these damn channels that but you don't want to because you want to mislead the the future you want to mislead the youth because you know that's who's going to be left around and if you could just get a hold of their little minds and keep them as little small pea brains not even the size of a sheep's brain then you will be just in the right space to do whatever the hell you want to do because there's something they can do. And that's unfortunate that you do not realize that's exactly what's happening. They want to dumb down the future minds. And that's why it's our job to build them up as much as we can for the ones. It's got to be someone or two. Any ones, any ones, shall it be one, shall it be two, okay? To come to the altar to get this work and to get this, this old school wisdom, okay? Because old school is the school. Let's just, let's be clear. Can we talk about it? It is a school because they ain't teaching nothing now. You get it? They're not teaching anything anymore. So this is what it is. This girl going online and basically going off on people who were criticizing her was upset and had the nerve to try to put down Carly Russell when you got the Carly Russell syndrome, little girl. So we want to make sure and I want to make sure that you are keeping your children off of these platforms 
as much as possible and following certain people. They do not need to be following these little dumbasses and thinking that's what I'm going to be. Oh, but look at her. She's living like she's not living no life. She's the same one. And then you wonder why nobody said anything when you jumped up on on your freaking three to your three point one followers talking about. Oh, he hit me with the baby in my hand. But then the next day you be smiling, cheese throwing up peace signs and 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 tossing it up with the same with the same nigga with the same baby daddy. But he was swinging on you and beating you while you was holding your baby. Like, you got to make it make sense. So the ignorance and the boy to cry wolf-isms that's going out here, yeah, it's a lot of y'all ass going to be eating up. And we're going to be looking down the hill like, damn, that wolf licking his chops. Oh, what are those bones? The bones of Arcola, the bones of Carly, the bones of of, of dumb rock and the, all these, you know, crying wolf. Oh, he hit me. And then next thing you with him. Oh, I'm kidnapped. And then there's something happened to you. Okay, y'all need to go back to some of these old anecdotes. We need to take it back. Old school is the school. But I digress. Um, and I'm tired of talking about that damn mess. <laughs> Let's get into um Wendy Williams, the conservatorship. Uh, the documentary came out this weekend. I told you guys I was outside, I did get a chance to watch it. Um, very sad. You know, at the end of it, it did say that Wendy is in a much better place, she's doing much better now than she was during the taping. Because you got to remember, this was taped, I think it was uh, several months ago, maybe two months ago. Okay. Um, I want to say that watching it, it, it put in my mind, like I said on yesterday's, um, that it put in my mind that we needed to do a, a hot topic, or I should say a topic on Talk About Tuesdays about conservatorship and guardianships, the blurred lines. Let's discuss what a conservator is and what a guardian is because there is a slight difference. They have different roles, okay? What does a conservatorship do? What does a guardian do? Now, her sister's been coming out. They've been accusing her of taking money. They came out with some monies of, um, and I don't know why I have in my thing locked up on me where I save. Let me see. I don't, this is so weird. My messages. Let me see if I can pull it up. This is so strange. It, it, I'm like, I hope they ain't attack um, T-Mobile or anything. No, that's not what I want. And I had it all saved up. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, but what I was, what I was, what I got into was about the sister, and I think they're saying now that Kevin has spent over a hundred k, in he has spent over a hundred k in um, in Uber Eats and in food services. These kids don't cook, so I can see that, especially being that he is a um. If you will, well, I don't know because now they're saying she only worth five hundred thousand. I was gonna say he's a uh okay, I think I put it up. Sorry, y'all. I'm just trying to pull up my information that I was gonna talk about. But he is a, a pretty much a trust fund kid, even though I don't know where the trust or where the fund is at this point. Um,
I want to say this. If you all, the nephew, the auntie, the son, the son, Kevin Jr., I think that you are too close to your father for you to be effective because you know a hundred thousand dollars on uber east just this just, just rubs me the wrong way i don't give a damn i know you're a trust fund kid or whatever don't surprise i don't see why she would not have paid for maid services or a chef for you that would you know make certain meals because you are her only child she's going to spoil you yes wendy doted on him remember wendy uh went through multiple miscarriages and things before she finally got to Kevin Jr. And when Kevin Sr. won out of the baby, I think she was scared. And she said in her movie, the original Wendy movie, um, she said it there that she um, was scared to even try again because she did not want to experience that hurt, right? So that being said, I, I kind of see why he would be removed because he's young and we just, you know, these young kids, they don't, you know, that their mind is not that business savvy to me. I don't see, you know, I had a situation in my family where I had to take over and at least assist for a little while until that family member was able to get up a little more because I could tell by those around, they were trying to get certain papers signed and pretty much they will wash our ass away. So we, as people of color, black people, I'm going to just say it, we got to be very careful. And I'm not saying that conservatorship and guardianship do not affect others, but it affects us in um, a normally more elevated type of way than others. Um, We did see it happen with Britney Spears. Let's not, you know, let's be clear. But I'm going to say that was, that was, you know, that was, the ghost of Shaw Jackson, even though she ain't dead. That was the ghost of what you did to Shaw Jackson. I said what I meant. And I always said that. What's happening to her? What she did to Shaw Jackson. That girl was sitting up there with her little church and white bed, Kevin Finn line, and in Feather line, saw where Brittany had the time. She had the money and the time and said, Baby, be mine. And that's why he jumped his ass and went on to Paris to go dance with her and been dancing ever since, right to the bank. Okay. Meanwhile, Shaw was left back with three kids or two kids or whatever she had from him thinking she had a perfect guy. She offered Moesha when her Moesha check stopped and she went through a hard time at a certain time in life. So to me, you know, karma is a bitch and sometimes it comes at the feather line. Okay. But that's neither here nor there. The producers said that they did the documentary. They continued to record because a lot of people said you exploited her. I thought, and I still think, because she did sign a three-picture deal or a three-show deal or whatever. She did the Wendy Williams um, movie. She did the After the Pain or the whatever, the Hot Topics one, where she did the documentary following the divorce and everything. That was two, and this is three. I think that's what she, we, and I'm going to, you know, that's just my opinion. Now, they didn't say that. They didn't say it was for them or for her to, um, I said that, though. So. Here's the thing. They said that they continued uh, recording out of concern for her because when they saw her, if you saw the documentary, the way that they, you know, this jeweler dude who um, was supposedly in charge of her and he was supposed to get back with the conservator and he was the way they was yelling at her and cursing at her and all of this. I didn't like it. 
I didn't like it one bit. And um, it was really starting to piss me off. Now, Ford and Hanson said that they haven't seen or spoken to William 59 since they stopped filming in April of 2023. The same month, the star entered a facility to treat what her family member now is calling um, cognitive issues. In a documentary, William's 23-year-old son, Kevin Hunter, said that she was diagnosed with alcohol-induced dementia by doctors she was seeing while staying with family in Florida during her hiatus from the Wendy Williams show. Now, Williams' care team released the news about Williams' diagnosis two days before the premiere of Where is Wendy Williams on February 24th. According to their statement, Williams, who was appointed a legal guardian named Sabrina Morrissey, and we talked about this yesterday, and I said, we're going to expose who Sabrina Morrissey was because during the documentary, her name was being blocked out. But then I had gotten this um, news briefing that said that her name was exposed and I saw it and I saw everybody jumping on all during the day, girl, like uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, jumping on the Sabrina Morrison, Sabrina Morrison. And I said, I told y'all, I, I know how to catch a fish. All I got to do is throw out some damn bait. And they jump their ass. Uh, I'm telling you, make them, I make them dance, baby. But anyway, we see <laughs> Sabrina Morrissey. And I said that we were going to do whoever the hell is Sabrina Morrissey. So that's what our talk about it Tuesday topic is tonight the hell is Sabrina Morrissey and why is it that Wendy now is saying you know that first she was said to be worth 40 million dollars and now y'all talking about 500 thousand dollars who the hell got the money who in the hell who moved the cheese okay that's what we're going to be talking about and while a suit a lawsuit that she's going through well that is saying that she stole money from another conservator okay that she was in charge of they said that they have been, now um, Hanson, who was one of the producers of the documentary, said they have been told by her care team about her diagnosis earlier, they absolutely would have affected how the documentary played out. We had no idea that she had dementia when she started filming in August of 2022, or we wouldn't have filmed, she explains. I think the documentary really illustrates our journey of trying to understand what was happening. It sheds light on the period of the time in Wendy's life where she was under care of guardianship and living in a very isolated life in New York in, in her apartment. We all really did have concerns for her, she continues. We've often thought, what would have happened if we weren't there? And that's what I'm talking about. I thank God that they did film it, that they continued to film, even when they tried to lock them out and do it, we try to pop out and, and speak for her and say, oh, well, she's in the bathroom. She's not letting herself out. And he looking stupid talking about he didn't think that was wrong with her and i'm talking about the jeweler will selby okay um even though they said the manager will selby um did urge the guardian to get her help we never spoke to the guardian i tried reaching out numerous times but in the end the guardian did put her in a place where she apparently is getting the right care hansen claims we really were concerned and would often talk about that with will in the end, she did end up in a place where she's safe and seemed to be getting the right care. As for by the end of the documentary, the priority really became about Wendy's safety and her care. We left her when we knew she was in a safer place getting the care that she needed. An issue that Williams' family has with her current care is that they have limited access to her while they say she can call them and I discussed that um, on yesterday that she could call, but they cannot call back. 
The family is really happy that she is getting that care. They just wish that they could know a little bit more for it says, I can say that the family had no idea about that specific diagnosis and no one shared it with them prior to the statement going out. I think they would just like to have a little more transparency and a little bit of a say in how their mother, sister, aunt is being treated. Now, Ford also noted that he didn't recognize any of the people involved in the press release that went out about Williams' diagnosis. Morrissey has not responded to multiple requests from people. And in the days since the documentary, Williams fans have accused Selby of taking advantage of her. But Ford believes that Selby, who was listed as an executive producer, has her best interest at heart. Selby has not commented either. You could disagree or disagree with some of his decisions as well as those of her publicist, Sean Zanotti. But Sean Zanotti, to me, was a young lady who was looking like she was trying to believe that the old Wendy was in there somewhere. I just need to get her out of this apartment, get her to L.A., get her in front of people. Wendy kept talking about taking off her shoes, showing people her feet. It was like she was trying to flash back to things that she was doing during the show. And she didn't even recognize when they pulled up to where the Hollywood Walk of Fame was to see her star, right? So she walks up and she um, she goes, where, you know I mean, drives up and she goes, where are we? She goes, the Walk of Fame, she goes, oh yeah, the star. So you saw there the deterioration um, that was happening at that time. And Zanotti, when they put the camera in her face, she was just looking kind of like shocked or whatever. But when it was uh, prior to that trip to L.A., she came in the room when the niece was in there talking with Wendy. The niece got offended. She felt like, I don't need to talk in front of her. I don't even know her. And I don't need in her sitting in there some stranger while I talk to my aunt. So I was trying to understand why she felt like that. I, and then I said, well, maybe she wanted to have that one-on-one with the aunt. You know, even though the cameras were rolling, but that one-on-one, she didn't want Zanotti there because she was trying to figure out something and test her auntie because she's also a newscaster, I believe. And I think she's a newscaster down here somewhere or so in uh, Florida. But um, the pup, um, but it says, I don't think anything was being done maliciously for it says, I also think that they were on their own journey of discovery with Wendy and not quite understanding the level of her cognitive issues. Also, those issues worsened dramatically over the period of time that we were with her. Will is not a therapist. He's not an addiction counselor, Ford continues. There was a guardianship in place the entire time we were filming with Whitney, with, with Wendy that was um, court-appointed to be overseeing her finances and her medical care. So I think that the larger question here is about what can happen to someone under a legal guardianship if the family is separated from them and there isn't somebody there on a daily basis checking in on their well-being. Hanson echoes for sentiments about Selby. I don't think Will would ever have done anything to jeopardize Wendy's health or safety. Okay, so they are really um, going for, um, they're kind of going for Will. And, 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 and in it, you know, at first he was being all tough. I've been in a situation where you want to be tough and you're going to be hard. And then and after a while you realize, wait a minute, let me let me change my approach because I'm I'm noticing that this approach is not really helping and there's something deeper here. But like they said, he was not a doctor, he's not a counselor. 
he was there and i think you know it's hard i'm, I'm on the fence with him i'm on the fence with will selby i think he was there for wendy i think he was there um to help wendy but i also think he was there as maybe as a fan in a way like you say you want you want to see the old wendy back so i'm gonna put you no you're not gonna be drinking and put that shit down and wendy don't make me have to come for you because she was a little tough now she would come back but then i noticed patients with dementia or alzheimer's they can get a little rough and tough with you they're they're fighting against the the deterioration they're having flashbacks of when they were better and they were stronger they become defiant at times that's why you have people that deal with um alzheimer's and dementia that would have their um family members will put like a pad not a padlock a um key lock or alarm so they'll know like if the door opens because sometimes they'll think you know they're in a certain place and they'll decide to go out and then they start walking because they're thinking they're going to this certain place or they they want to go and catch a flight or something like that so you know it it, it can happen now, as Wendy's health worsened, they say their priorities shifted to getting her into a safer place and um, getting her back in touch with her family, who she had been cut off from, for it says. Then after that, it was about, okay, let's tell the truth here. What is really going on with Wendy's life? Wendy said from the beginning, there are no boundaries. You can ask me anything. We can go anywhere you want to go with this. This was the truth of her life. The truth was no longer that she was going to re resurrect her career and her, her podcast. Now, the truth was she needed to get safe and she needed to get back in touch. When you see our apartment and she had her stuff packed up in boxes over in the corner and she was making comments about she was um, going to be selling those things and, you know, get me the money. We're going to show it like this and get me the money. When she was doing that, I, oh, my God, that just broke my heart. Um they went on further to say, of course, it was a challenging, emotional, complex, heart-wrenching film to make, as well as it was to watch, he continues. But we hope that it's serving Wendy's well-being, her family's well-being, and serving a larger purpose in society, which is to call attention to these guardianships and also just the complexities of taking care of someone with these cognitive deficiencies and how challenging it can be for everyone around Hansen makes clear that every step of the way in the film, the documentary crew talked to Williams about what we were doing. She had opinions about it. If she wanted to do it, not do it, she says she was very involved. And now looking back in retrospect, understanding the issues she was dealing with, she was very engaged the majority of the time. Sometimes there were challenges, but I would say overall she was very engaged and what we were doing and liked having company in that apartment yeah because she was very lonely she she wanted the company she kept saying i'm lonely and she was you know burst out into tears now this is um what they the reason why that was a break i wanted to give you guys some insight for those of you who didn't get a chance to watch the documentary so now what i wanted to do for talk about it tuesday is we'll get into everything we need to know about the guardianship okay and what guardianship is um her guardianship started okay she's been living under legal guardianship since may of 2022 that oversees both her finances and her health 
Williams was assigned a guardian after Wells Fargo froze her accounts in 2022 as a result of a financial advisor at the time claiming that she was of unsound mind, according to Williams' court filings. Now, the bank successfully petitioned a New York court to have Williams placed under a temporary financial guardianship reportedly because she was at risk of financial exploitation due to cognitive issues so in 22 she was already showing signs of cognitive issues those of you know don't know what the word cognitive is it's being able to understand and respond appropriately when you're asked certain things when you're told to do certain things you're able to do it appropriately according to what's being asked or what's being stated when those things are being deteriorated you're uh you know um, she at one point in the film was saying, oh, I love being here in Miami, but she was in L.A. Like you, they kind of forget where they are at times. They forget, you know, how, you know, to grab a fork to go to eat or whatever, you know, cognitive. OK, and I'll give you guys a um, dictionary definition of that. Um, when Williams was first put under her legal guardianship, the identity of her guardian was not public. Okay, but then since then we found out that this helpful name is Sabrina Morrissey. Um, it was leaked and revealed when she filed a lawsuit against Lifetime's parent company, AE Television Networks, because she was trying to stop it from going forward. Because you can't say that Wendy is an executive producer, she signed off on it, she signed off on that. If she's under a guardianship and she's not cognitively um sound. Okay, so how did she even understand what she was signing? And if she signed voluntarily for a guardian or said, yeah, let's do it, how do we know that she was sound? And at that time, they did they did give her the guardianship was because Kevin Jr. was trying to extract, I think it was 100K or something from the American Express card. Now, he has since stated that that American Express card was used for everything from Uber Eats to food apps and to everything that their mom had that card for those things. And that's what it was dedicated to. So that's what he had to say since then. But, you know, I take that with a grain of salt. I just feel like, you know, he, he, your daddy's telling me, you know, I, you know, I need, you know, I need a little help over here. You know, you, you, you got your mama card. Can you go get some money for me? Because at that time, Kevin was going back and forth with the court, Kevin Senior, and was trying to get monies, um, for him and trying to get his payment started back, his bitch payments. Cause that's what I call it. Cause she was a bitch <laughs> sitting around talking about getting paid off somebody that you basically exported, you dogged out, you committed adultery, you cheated on, had a baby out of wedlock and everything on. You had nothing. She supposed to sit there and she supposed to financially support your damn life. And even in the documentary, she when she told Angela White, formerly known as Black China, she told Angela that her name was Wendy Hunter. And she says, Hunter. Okay. And I think I played that for you guys when this um last on I think it was um on Thursday's episode but when she said oh hunter she's like okay it was not in her head just looking at her she said yes but I'm divorced now she goes and he's he's broke he has no money so it was like a little a little kid I mean to see her take her wig off and let me tell y'all something you know on on a side to just break the 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 tension right now. Wendy Edges is on fleek, baby. Let me tell you something. Us wig wearers, we know how to maintain our hair old school. We, I love it. She has all her edges. Y'all better stop with all this taping and gluing all around her and, and, and making yourself have a brand new damn hair, uh, hairline. Okay, I just had to let that out. Beautiful hair. Beautiful hair. 
Okay. So, oh my gosh, when she took that wig off, I knew I was like, uh-uh, there's something ain't right. But um, as Williams has been residing at an unnamed facility to address cognitive issues, her family says her court-appointed legal guardian is the only person who currently has unfettered access to her. Okay. Now, um, now what's being said about Sabrina Morrissey? Williams briefly talks about her guardianship in the in the documentary, okay, and um was told that there was no money for her in Wells Fargo account. That's what that's what Wendy said during the the documentary. Williams claims her guardian, who was not named in the documentary, has stolen her account. She did say she says they stolen my money. I don't have any money. She says, we're going to put everything in Bank of America. When she said that, I was like, what is she saying? Like, are y'all paying attention to this? Um, filmmakers say that she didn't provide evidence and her guardian did not respond to people's requests for a comment. A statement for Wells Fargo reads, this matter was conducted under seal. Any claims against Wells Fargo have been dismissed. So everything has been placed under a seal. So we do not know what is in that document because it is sealed. Wendy's family, I don't understand why they act like their hands are damn tied. You are her blood relatives. You can get attorneys. Y'all got money? You can get attorneys to go and fight this in court. What the, you know, I don't give a damn how estranged her and Tommy were, how estranged her and Wanda were, how strange, you know, she was not estranged from her son, but I think her son is impressionable. To you know, by his father, I, I I just know he's too easily impressed or too easily uh, persuaded by his that father, and he will be. That's his daddy. So we don't know. We don't want Kevin Jr. We want the adults. Wanda, come on, because we know Tommy. You know Tommy is here and there and everywhere. You know Tommy was looking even kind of thin in there. I was like, what the hell happened with Tommy? He was all fit and stuff before, and then he was sitting up there talking about where was his um. Not Shirley Temple. What was not man? I think it was in Manhattan. I think he was drinking. I'm like, come on, man. Y'all gonna sit there. Just drink some damn water. Y'all, you know, when she comes to the table, she's already dealt with alcohol issues in her sobriety. Why even drink around her? Everybody just drink damn water and coke. Not, oh, we gonna drink wine over here. You can't have your grape juice. You gotta have coke. No, don't do that in front of her. Drink what you can and let her do, you know, and drink what you can at home or away from her, not around her. Okay, the only body that got sense is the daddy, and but he the oldest one. He needs somebody to look out for him too. I wish the father could take over because that's the only one I really would trust at this point. Now, y'all know we on an extended clip of a talk about it Tuesdays. We're going in, y'all. I'm gonna stop right here. I'm gonna take one last break. I know I said the last one, but one last break. We're not gonna do Terrence Bradley tonight. I want to continue this because we got to get deeply into this guardianship and um conservatorship. Let's talk about it Tuesday. We are back, Flames. We are back. Let's talk about it Tuesdays. And we are into our um, main topic of today, which is the Wendy Williams. What is conservatorship? Guardianship. What's a conservator? What's a guardian? Blurred lines. Okay. That is our top topic for tonight. Um and we were speaking on Sabrina Morrissey, who recently filed a lawsuit. She tried to actually stop the document from coming out, but she could not because Lifetime had um, signed documents where they were approved to be able to do the document, okay? I mean, to do the documentary. 
Um, however, Morrissey did file a lawsuit under seal against Lifetime Parent Company and the television networks ahead of its release, seeking a halt of release for the documentary. The legal documents are sealed, so the actual grounds for the suit are still not publicly known. The network later confirmed in a statement to people on February 23rd that Lifetime appeared in court and the documentary uh, was going to air during the weekend as planned, okay? And it did air this past weekend on the 24th and the 25th. I'm sure you can catch it on uh, Lifetime's um, the automatic replay or whatever if you have it. You can check it out on there if you want to see the full. It's a four-part today but it was four parts it was part one and then it was part two okay um saturday and sunday it took place it said that um their response was the film was signed off on by wendy her management her attorneys the guardianship and they were aware of the filming all the way through so we did go by the book and get all the permissions that we needed to get and we went into the film thinking it was one thing and the truth turned out to be another once we started seeing the truth of the situation, we couldn't ignore it, and the film had to go to the direction of the truth. Now, while Ford says the documentary crew attempted to get Williams Guardian to speak to them, they were hung up on every single time they they reached out. So we weren't able to really ask the questions that we would have loved to have asked, like what's going on here on a daily basis, and why is there no food in Wendy's apartment, for example, simple things that we were able to see just because we were there so often. And that is so true. When they were saying there was no food in the refrigerator, she was very frail, very gaunt. So these are some of the things. And those of you who are out here and you have family members under um, some type of conservatorship or guardianship, if you are able-bodied, if you are in a situation which you should be for family, I don't even care if y'all fell out. You need to fall back in line and go and have the time to take care of your family because that is your blood. That is your family member. Okay. Now, in addition to um, talking about Williams guardianship in the Lifetime documentary, um, several of her family members spoke to people about her guardianship in a recent cover story. And when the guardian was appointed in May 2022, her family says that they were kept in the dark as to why the court made a decision and the court papers with that information remain sealed. All I know is that Wendy and her team walked into the courtroom one way and they walked out and the family is completely excluded. Now, I've seen situations where they felt like the family would have exploited or would have um, exploited financially or if there was no family around. I know there are time stamps that are placed on people if you're in a situation where you're not cognitively able to be able to sign um, or rectify things on your own and you don't have, and this is something in the, in the neighborhood, y'all, we got to talk about it. Black people living wills. And I, I've never been an advocate of a living will because, you know, we've always been taught, why well, I need to write a will about somebody that I don't want to call death on my life. No. It's not called death of your life, but at the same time, if I so happen to get in a situation where I cannot care for myself, I need this, this, and this to happen. You need to do that while you're in sound mind. Because if you're saying something when you're not in sound mind and it's proven by a doctor or whoever that you're not in sound mind, they're not going to accept that at that time and you're done. Okay? So 
we have to make sure that we have paperwork in place, living wills, uh, power of attorneys, things of this nature, you know, definitely POAs if anything. If you don't want to do living will, you know, that if you case you, you know, something happens to you in life and you become comatose and you never, and you never know what's set in life, what is set is, is going to happen in the future. We don't worry about the future. We, you know, one day at a time is what we do, but you always want to make sure that you're prepared for the future. So in case of anything happening like that, it's already written down, it's stamped, it's signed and delivered. So you say, ah, 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 I had the paper right here. Um, like you had people say that no res resuscitation, if they, they're going to keep trying to resuscitate, you will have someone that says, look, I don't want them progging me and progging me. If I don't come back after a certain, just don't, just leave me alone. Let me be. You have people that say that. You have people say, look, pump me till you can't pump me no more. Keep me on there till you can't, until they say you can't. You have those. You need to put that in place these days because if you don't have these, this paperwork and this, not this, this verbiage in place, then that's going to allow for people to come in and make their own decisions. Legal experts, judges, courtrooms, you know, that are no, no relation to you. Don't know you from a can of paint. You're just another body that's up there. It's like, look, according to this, this, and this on the chart, this would, you know, this person would never come out of this. So, my recommendation is this, and they'll say, okay, any family member here that has any POA or any living will that states that this is not what they want done or anyone here to speak for them, and you have not want to speak for you, they just go ahead of course, go ahead and take care of it. You become a John Doe or a Jane Doe. So we got to be very intentional in writing and, and putting out what I always say on here, y'all, handling your business so your business don't handle you, because right now, Wendy's business handling her because she probably never thought in a million years she'd ever be in a position like this. Wendy always made the, the joke about she would be retired and be the woman with all the cats, you know, and Kevin Jr. would be out of college and he's living his life and traveling and she'll be going, you know, visit him and her and Kevin will be, you know, traveling the world and all that. That was what she would say. Or she would be the old lady with all the cats in the house and just, you know, eating her, um, I forgot what it was when she would put hot sauce on her Cheetos. I don't know if it was a Cheetos. It was somebody that she used to love to eat. And she would crack up and, and say this all the time. And now, look, she literally was damn near the lady with the cats in the window. Because the way they had they had her sitting there looking like the little old lady with the cats. No food in the house. Boxes packed up. The place looked like she was in a dungeon. It didn't look like her New York apartment. But I digress. The Williams family added that they have been largely in the dark about the health issues and treatment as she resides at an unnamed facility to address cognitive issues. How does she go from the aunt or the sister that we love and is healthy one minute to the person who's in and out of the hospital? Wanda Finney asked People's Cover Story. How is that system better than the system the family could put in place? I don't know. I do know that this system is broken and I hope that at some point, Wendy becomes strong enough where she can speak on her own behalf. And my thing is, why the hell don't y'all fight and get your rights? Now, this is what I want to um, tell you guys before we end up today. And this is the reason why. She was in New York. And I looked it up in Florida, New Jersey, any states. Conservatorships. So I want to put this disclaimer out there. Conservatorships and guardianships. And their definition is contingent upon which state that you are in. How it's obtained for a person is, again, contingent upon the state you are residing in. I want to say it again. 
before I get into this, because I'm not going to, I'm going to do this according to New York, where she is, Florida, we will state so you can hear the slight differences, because that's where I reside in Florida. But understand, those of you who are listening to me, Canada, Germany, you know, um, England, Jamaica, Bahamas, wherever you are, whatever state you're in, New York, um, Georgia, Michigan, those of you listening to me in Michigan, Carolinas that, that listen to me today, understand it's contingent on the state that you are in. Okay, make and make sure that you're on top of your of your parents. If you have parents that are still living, you stay close to your parents. You stay on point with them. You stay on top of their health. I go to the doctor with mine. Okay, or oh, when is your appointment? That's my doctor's appointment too. I'm there and I'm looking and letting them know she's not alone. Don't think you know she's strong, independent. You know, very health. Thank God she's come through a lot strong independent yes she understands her comprehension level she's still yes well read everything but just understand baby she is not alone i am here with her okay so you have to have that now let's get into conservatorship now under u.s law a conservatorship results from the appointment of a guardian there we go so first off guardian and conservator are two different things conservatorship appoints a guardian or a protector by a judge to manage the personal or financial affairs of another person who is incapable of fully managing their own affairs due to an age or physical or mental limitations that is the wikipedia if you will i call it webster the webster um definition of conservatorships now what is the function of a conservatorship how does it work the types and the alternatives let's go quickly into that now the function of a conservatorship may also serve as a guardian who is responsible for establishing and monitoring the physical care of the individual and managing their living arrangements so you have several types you have the type that's going to assign a guardian and you have the type that just take it all in okay now the key takeaway is a conservatorship is when a court appoints someone manage a minor or incapacitated person's financial and personal affairs the conservator becomes responsible for the minor or that um, incapable person's finances and can limit spending decisions a conservatorship and a guardianship are generally not the same but one person can serve in both roles again they're not the same because I know so many people I have been saying, oh, well, she's no, they're not the same, but uh, they can. But one person can serve as both. That's the problem here with Wendy. I think this bitch now she was she did have Will Selby who stepped up. But because of what was happening, she unfortunately um, became both. OK, guardianship is usually the appointment of a person to oversee the physical and medical care of a person with limited capacity, okay? Now, this is how it works. Generally refers to the designation of a conservator by a court to manage the financial and personal affairs of an incapacitated or incompetent individual, minor or older adult with limited capacity. In general, uh, the conservatorship and guardianship are different, but the same person can serve as both roles and the guardianship generally 
entails the appointment of a person to oversee the physical and medical. I don't know how many times I can tell y'all this. I just want to keep saying that. Okay. Now, types of conservatorships. There are two ways to establish a conservatorship, depending on whether it's for an individual corporation or organization. For individuals, a court order will establish a conservatorship for an individual who is a minor or a person or that of physical or intellectual disabilities. Individuals needing conservatorship may include people who are suicidal, who struggle with psychosis. Here we go, y'all. Dementia, which he's been diagnosed with, alcohol-induced dementia, or intellectual disabilities that render the person able to make legal, financial, and medical decisions on their own behalf. Elderly individuals, specifically those with Alzheimer's or dementia, are also included among individuals who may fall under a conservatorship. For conservatorships of individuals, mental capacity must be determined by a psychiatrist, psychologist, or physician with extensive experience and training to diagnose conditions like dementia. Every diagnosis or determination must be documented and verified before a conservatorship over an individual can be ordered. Because they were not in close proximity and they were not in close relation with her at the time, Tommy and the sister or whatever, they were estranged, I guess. That was why they were not aware of the diagnosis because they had been aware of the diagnosis and they could have stepped in and said, okay, if y'all going to have the conservatorship and be over, I'll be her physical guardian. I will be here as her sister or as her brother to handle her. But I don't think that Wendy wanted to because she just said Tommy wanted her money because remember her and Tommy was going back and forth. She thought that Tommy was caught chasing off of her pain when everything was going on with, um, and we're not going to address organizations and corporations right now. We're just addressing individuals for those, because I'm trying to get information out to you all. We could have done this on Wealth and Health Wednesdays too, but I want to get this out to you all for your family members, right? Some cases, the person subject to the conservatorship can sue to have it removed at a later date if they believe it is no longer necessary. A high-profile example of this would be, of course, Britney Spears, as y'all know, okay? A judge ruled at the end of her conservatorship in November of 2021. So those are two different kinds. Now, what's the difference between the conservatorship and a guardianship? A conservatorship is a court order that appoints someone to oversee the financial affairs of the the incapacitated person or the minor. A guardianship typically involves the appointment of someone to manage the medical and physical care of a person with limited capacity or a minor. One person can serve for both roles. Now, what's the role of the conservator? A conservator is a court-appointed role. The conservator is responsible for managing the financial and personal affairs of a person who is incapacitated or a minor, and conservators are subject to scrutiny by the court. For example, they often must document their management of the conservative finances. Now, what are the powers of the conservator? Under conservatorship, the conservator generally maintains the following powers over the person being conserved. Housing, health care, meals, personal care, housekeeping, transportation, recreation, and education, okay? And it's needed when the person can no longer be over their affairs. What are the alternatives to conservatorship? There are several alternatives to conservatorship. And here we go. And this is what I just got through telling you guys. Please listen to me, y'all. 
Listen to me when I tell you. If I say a duck and pull a truck, hook his ass up and watch him wiggle and pull that motherfucker. Okay? Listen to me. There are several alternatives to conservatorships to protect the financial well-being of minors or incapacitated family members. These include establishing a financial power of attorney to designate a representative pay joint property ownership and joint bank accounts or the creation of special needs trusts. I'm going to say it again. Financial power of attorneys to designate a representative payee, joint property ownership, and joint bank accounts for or the creation of special needs trusts are some of the alternatives. So if you have someone in your family, you feel like they might be, you know, but you have to get the diagnosis done. That's why you saw in the documentary, those of you who watched it, when they were saying, Wendy, what are you doing now? I got to go see all of these doctors, oh, the psychiatrists, the psychologists, and she started naming all these different doctors. So they were then at that time working for the conservatorship. Where was the family? See, this is what happened. We become estranged and come apart from our family members. And this shit happens. And then we end up popping back in and we come around and say, what happened? Because you were so used to the moving and grooving and everything. And then all of a sudden, you come there, the house is packed up, there's no food in the fridge or it's moldy or something. You say, hey, what's going on with you? And then you find out that they're not being taken care of properly, okay? And now someone has stepped in that's a stranger that might not even have their their um, their 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 good feeling at, at, at heart, okay? So a guardian, what it means and how it works. A guardian is the individual that's been given the legal responsibility to care for the adult or the child and uh, who does not have the capacity for self-care, okay? So um, we're going to get into the guardian who's been given legal responsibility to care for that incapacitated person or child. The guardian may also be called a conservator when the role includes managing the finances for that particular person. The parents will often name a guardian to their children in the case of parents, death, and or circumstances. Guardians are subject to scrutiny by the courts and often must prepare financial statements and documenting their management of the ward's finances. Courts with limited jurisdictions such as probate, surrogate, and family courts usually handle the guardianship issues, okay? Now, the guardians, what they'll typically do, the parents would name guardians to their children in case they, they pass and um, or is, are able to provide for them. Guardians are governed by the state and local laws and serve as wards, which is fiduciary, okay? Because guardians exercise such extensive control over their wards, they are subject to scrutiny for the courts. Guardians often must prepare financial statements documenting that they have managed the ward's finances to the best interest of the ward. Guardianship issues are typically handled by courts with limited jurisdictions such as surrogate, family, and probate courts. Now, what's a guardian versus the power of attorney, okay? A guardianship is similar to a power of attorney in that both empower an agent, to make legal, financial, and or medical decisions for another person. However, there are important differences. An individual can choose to whom they give power of attorney and under what circumstances while a guardian is court-appointed and the individual may not have any say over the guardianship. 
Do y'all hear the difference? Do you hear this? A guardian's powers may be more expansive in that their court order nature means that third parties can be legally compelled to recognize their authority to act on behalf of the ward, but a guardian's decision is also subject to the court's approval. A power of attorney offers more flexibility, privacy, and control of the principal and at the lower cost than the court costs associated with seeking a court-ordered guardianship. Okay? Now, as with difference between a guardian and a conservator, there can be a variety of types of power of attorney. There can affect how long the power of attorney lasts, what causes it to go into effect, and what is covered. For example, a medical power of attorney or durable power of attorney for health care is limited to making medical decisions for the individual. Okay? Now, um, I hope that this explains to you guys the difference between guardianship and conservatorship. And this is something that lays on your heart today when you listen to this, this episode for you to think of anyone in your family that may have any cognitive issues. And as promised, let me give you the definition of cognitive, okay? Um, so you will understand and I'm sure you all understand because you wouldn't be cognitive if you didn't. Got it? Good. But um, cognitive means the process is involved in reading, understanding, and relating. Okay? So same thing I said. You, you can be able to relate certain things to what's being asked of you. What's, um, you can respond to what's being asked of you. You can speak to what's happening around you. Cognitive. You understand what's going on in layman's terms okay now what we're going to do is we're going to expose sabrina morrissey because she has lawsuits on her while she is around here acting like she's all of that she was accused of robbing a client in a 30 million lawsuit while she was controlling the trump while she was controlling wendy williams's finances okay so, and they say that she's been accused of profiting of sham litigations. And they say that they revealed that her form, her firm, Morrissey and Morrissey LLP, and about 10 other attorneys were named in as a defendant in a lawsuit. Okay. And of course, y'all know she's a Karen. All right. Wendy's guardian, Sabrina Morrissey, was accused of pursuing a baseless guardianship over a New York man who was awarded a $5.5 million personal injury claim. And Morrissey and other attorneys were accused of the suit in conspiring to perpetuate a baseless guardianship against the individual, Jose Verdugo, in New York, who had won $5.5 million in personal injury claim. The plaintiff in the case, attorney um, Michael Flormanhalf of the Flormanhalf's law firm, PLLC, represented Verdugo, after he sustained head and back injuries from a construction incident. The case was opened in November of 2022, and in August of 2023, the plaintiff filed that they discontinued the above entitled action without prejudice and without cost to either parties against the other, which means that foreign death is allowed to refile charges, alter the claim, or bring the case to another court, depending on the statute of limitations. Now, Florman have claimed that the trouble started around 2009 when a former associate of his, 
Herbert Rodriguez, Esquire at Schwartz, Goldstone, Kempsey, and Cates contacted his client, okay? And basically, they contacted the client, and the court documents allege that Rodriguez misrepresented to Verdugo about Florham's handling of his case and told him and his wife, who um, needed the award money, that the case could not be finalized unless he, he consented to an MHL Article 81 guardianship that Vertigo did not want or need. Now, that's where Morrissey stepped in and was criticized by uh, her family in a docuseries, in the docuseries that just happened this weekend, who allegedly said that she became involved in Winnie's um, dispute. Now, Rodriguez and his firm initially partnered and conspired with Sabrina Morrissey of Eminem to impose on Vertigo an MHL, Article 81 guardianship, the court documents state. And under the guise of protecting and vindicating Vertigo, they jointly pursued a dual litigation strategy aimed at getting rid of Flomahaf and allegedly reaping Morrissey and Morrissey substantial court-awarded fees as guardian counsel through litigation, maligning Flomahaf legally and ethically. So basically, she stepped in said, you know what? You need to sign this Article 81 MHL guardianship so we'll be able to get in and help you to get your money. And and, and because you had air injuries and back injuries, we'll be able to help you. And then they got in his ear and said, you need to get rid of floor and half. Now, let's go parallel with Wendy. Got into Wendy's ear. Oh, you don't need your son here. Tell your son to step out of the room. If you all can go back. We talked about it here on the platform at the time when it happened. You, you don't need your son here. Had him to step out. And by the time he stepped back in, he was taken off. He was blocked from the accounts. And the rest now is continue, is continually going. Ain't even history yet. It's now here. Okay, the rest is continuing. So these type of things can happen. Make sure that if there is someone in your family that may, in, in Mr. Rodriguez, I don't know if maybe his comprehension of English was okay, but he said he didn't want it or need it, but he felt the way they encouraged it and the way that they pressed it, like he needed it. Okay. So y'all got to be very careful out here with these people, these these shysters, these shammers, and we have discussed it on this platform numerous times of the attorneys right now that have been disbarred and di and, and disappear with people's monies because they are out here scamming their clients, taking getting monies paid to them for the client and they're pocketing it. Okay, so all of this has been going on for the longest, and um, I want you guys to understand. I want you to understand that this is the deal, okay? This is the deal. You have to be on top of your business. Handle your business so your business don't handle you. Get the proper paperwork in place while you are of sound mind and body. Power of attorney, if you want it, make sure that you're specific in your power of attorney. Whether it's a medical power of attorney, medical and financial power of attorney, Make sure it's one of the two. If you, you know, in, in God forbid you pass in an auto accident, you got someone that in place to take care of your children. That's why I want to be the guardian. You don't want them to become a ward of the, the state or ward of the courts because it's a totally different ball game then. Okay, guys, I hope that this has been enlightening to you. I hope you enjoyed this talk about it Tuesdays. Uh, I really enjoy uh, providing this to you. We had a little fun in the beginning. We got into some seriousness. Don't forget the Terrence Bradley situation with Finding Willis. We're going to talk about that on a separate night. I felt like 
I'd already promised you this, and I think this was more important um, for us to get into. Um, so make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Y'all subscribe so you're notified every time we upload a brand new episode. Um, share it, please. Share, share, share. If you care, let them know that I'll be there on any podcast platform that you listen to your podcast, okay? It's your girl, Kiwi305954. You can find me on Instagram and threads at that name, the Hotly John's Experience Podcast, on TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and on X, formerly known as Twitter, okay? Y'all, y'all know what I'm about to say. Put God first, because it surely does work. Handle your business so your business don't handle you. This has been the Hotly John's Experience. Talk about it Tuesdays, boo, and we out. See you tomorrow for Wealth and Health Wednesdays. We got to get healthy, wealthy, and wise. Before we get back outside, it's almost spring, y'all. And feel the vibe. Goodbye. We get macaroni and cheese, collard greens, and chicken inside. And look at the cornbread, talking shit with the old heads. Mama dancing to some loud green. Auntie Joyna and my daddy saying, go ahead. Watch the shine of the sneaky ring. Don't forget to close the screen. Come on in, close the door, and feel the vibe.